Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter. From GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge, Illinois, Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air. As tonight, the Grizzlies welcome in the River City Rascals for perhaps the final time ever in the opener of a three-game series between Gateway and River City from Soge here on this Friday night. Nate Gatter with you as we kick off the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. So glad to have you alongside. Joining us early ahead of our 7.05 Central Time first pitch this evening. The Grizzlies coming off a 5-3 walk-off win yesterday over the Schaumburg Boomers. Justin Woodcock hit a two-out, two-run homer just to the right of dead center field in the bottom of the ninth inning to win it for the Grizzlies 5-3. They snapped a four-game losing streak and as a result enter tonight's game with a 34-53 record. 18 games back of first place Evansville at the bottom of the West Division. Meanwhile, River City comes in at 52-36. Having won four games in a row, the Rascals are just a half game back of Evansville for that West Division lead. If the season ended right this moment, the Rascals would occupy the primary of the two wildcard spots in the Frontier League, and they would go as the number three seed out of four teams to the Frontier League playoffs. The Frontier League regular season has eight games to go for River City, nine for Gateway. We'll be wrapping up next Sunday, September 1st. And, of course, remember, the Grizzlies have six home games counting tonight and September 1st remaining this year. And that final game will be the greatest night in baseball presented by Dutch Hollow Supplies when we will give away 27 prizes for 27 outs and also TP the ballpark. The toilet paper will fly immediately after the final out all over the ballpark, covering the netting, covering our seating, onto the playing surface, all over GCS Credit Union Ballpark on that Sunday evening before Labor Day. Always a big crowd, always a fantastic, ever-popular night. And you can get your tickets for that or any remaining Grizzlies home game in 2019 at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling 618-337-3000. So let's get going on our Budweiser pregame show. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. We'll start with our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, and that means we have to give you the Frontier League standings in their entirety. In the East Division, Lake Erie leads the way at 48-39, and 39, and after the loss last night to the Grizzlies, the Schaumburg Boomers are now five games behind the Crushers in second place in the East. They headed up with an overnight bus ride to Cleveland after last night's game here and didn't arrive there until uh, 8 or 9 o'clock this morning Eastern time in northeastern Ohio. And uh, as a result, we'll have to play the Crushers tonight on very little sleep in the first of a three-game series. The Boomers pretty much need to sweep Lake Erie this weekend to keep themselves alive in that East Division race. Even one win for Lake Erie this weekend would all but clinch the Crushers' East Division title this year. Schaumburg five games back of the Crushers in second. Joliet trails by 10 games in third. Windy City 11.5 back in fourth. And Washington is 13.5 off the pace in fifth place at the bottom of the East. Meanwhile, for the West Division, Evansville leads the way at 52 and 35. River City is a half game back, having one more loss this year than the Otters. So Evansville controls its own destiny for the moment. The Otters have a game in hand, and if they were to win it, they would take the division. But River City does have the tiebreaker over the Otters. And over third place, Florence, a game and a half back of Evansville for the moment. The Freedom occupying the second wild card spot in the Frontier League. Southern Illinois has dropped to fourth place, five games back of the division-leading Otters and three and a half back of Florence for that fourth and final playoff slot if the Frontier League season ended today. So the Miners have their work cut out for them after they were swept at home Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in Marion by the division-leading Evansville Otters. Gateway is at the bottom of the West, 18 games off the pace. 
So on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, let's tell you what's going on in the Frontier League this evening, where we have a full slate of action, of course, a couple of games underway, and then Florence at Evansville and Joliet at Windy City. Moments away from getting underway, just about when we do. Schaumburg has a 1-0 lead in that first game up at Lake Erie in the third inning, so the Boomers are needing to sweep that series or at least off to a good start up a run in the third inning of the opener. Southern Illinois on the road. The Miners also had a long trip after a home game last night. They're playing tonight in Washington, Pennsylvania. That's suburban Pittsburgh against the Wild Things. Southern Illinois has a 1-0 lead in the third inning there at Wild Things Park. Elsewhere, it'll be Florence at Evansville, Joliet at Windy City, and here, River City at Gateway. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskybus.com. It's Isaac Bruce night at the ballpark this evening, a bobblehead giveaway, and uh, proceeds of that benefiting the Isaac Bruce Foundation, the former Rams wide receiving great, over 1,000 catches in his NFL career, and he is out of the ballpark tonight, threw out his first pitch, and down to the field in his gateway gray road jersey. The Grizzlies will be wearing their home whites, of course, but uh, Mr. Bruce out showing his support for the Grizzlies tonight, and it uh, should be a nice crowd on this Friday evening to open up a three-game series between the Grizzlies and the Rascals for perhaps the final time ever. As announced, Rascals ownership uh, a couple of weeks ago said River City will not be returning to the Frontier League next season, and so the Crosstown rivals meeting for perhaps the final three times ever in the Frontier League tonight. We'll have that first pitch coming up for you in just about 10 minutes now. Our Frontier League umpires are coming out of the scene. Chris Dykeman will be calling the balls and strikes behind the plate. Mike Fichter, former Major League umpire, will be on the bases. And they'll be meeting momentarily with 13th-year Grizzlies manager Phil Warren and veteran River City skipper Steve Brook. They'll be exchanging their lineup cards for tonight, and we'll read those to you as well when we get back. U.S. Bank starting lineups are coming up next as we inch closer to Grizzlies and Rascals baseball in the opener of a three-game series on this Friday night in Soge. U.S. Bank starting lineups are next. Stay with us. The Budweiser pregame show continues after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Ray. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, just across the east side of the Mississippi River in the shadow of the Gateway Arch where the hometown Grizzlies and the visiting River City Rascals are getting set to open up the three-game series. This will be the fourth of a six-game week-long homestand for the Grizzlies who will play again tomorrow. 7.05 will be on the air again for the 6.50 Budweiser pregame show. Then 6.05 with a 5.50 airtime Sunday in this finale. The Grizzlies will be off Monday in Evansville, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, then back home next weekend to finish out the 2019 season with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games against the Washington Wild Things. We'll be sure to talk more about that upcoming schedule and the remaining promotions here at GCS Credit Union Ballpark as well as tonight's broadcast goes on. For now, though, our Budweiser pregame show will move forward on the Grizzlies Media Network to the friends you can always count on, Bud Light, famous among friends. Time for our U.S. Bank starting lineups. First for the visiting River City Rascals who come in with a record of 52-36. and 36. They've won four straight games, and they find themselves in second place in the West Division, just a half game behind the West-leading Evansville Otters. Andrew Penner leads off at shortstop. He's followed by Nolan Meadows, the DH. Braxton Martinez, the most likely Morgan Burkhardt Award winner as it stands as the Frontier League's most valuable player. He'll bat third and play third. Cameron Este is the cleanup man, right fielder out of the Nationals organization. He'll be followed by LJ Kalawaya in center field batting fifth, former Joliet Slammer who has reinvigorated his career. It is now nearly three dozen games since joining the Rascals. Tanner Murphy is the catcher batting sixth. He'll be followed by former Grizzly and Missouri Tiger Zach Levy, the first baseman batting seventh. Nick Anderson is in left field. He'll hit eighth. And Alvin Swoop, the newest rascal, is the second baseman batting ninth with a six-foot-one, 190-pound right-hander Taylor Ahern from Santee, California on the mound for the Rascals. Meanwhile, for the Grizzlies, they enter with a 34-53 record after last night's 5-3 walk-off win on a two-run homer from rookie Dustin Woodcock out of SIUE in the bottom of the ninth inning. Gateway is 18 games back at the bottom of the West Division. Connor Owings leads off at third base. He'll be followed by Brent Sakurai at shortstop and the aforementioned Dustin Woodcock at right field. Cleanup hitter is Luke Lowry. He's at first base, followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. in center field. Number six batter is Andrew Daniel at second base. Wesley Jones will hit seventh. He's the DH. He has hit in eight games in a row, a team best active hitting streak. Gunnar Buner makes his return after missing a couple of weeks with injury. He'll be in left field batting eighth. And Zach Taylor, the rookie catcher out of Oregon State, bats ninth. Ian Kahaloa, 6'1", 190-pound right-hander from Iwa Beach, Hawaii, is on the mound for the Grizzlies. Again for River City, a 258 team batting average, second best in the league, and 82 home runs, most on the Frontier League circuit, almost one per game, and of course playing at a small ballpark here in Sojay where the wind for the moment is blowing out to right field on a pleasant Friday evening. It's Penner at short, Meadows the DH, Martinez at third, Estee in right, Kalawaya in center, Murphy the catcher, Levy at first, Anderson in left, Swoop the second baseman, and Ahern, the right-hander, on the mound. For Gateway, a 242 team batting average, eighth in the league, 63 home runs to rank fifth. Owings at third base, Sakurai at short, Woodcock in right, Lowry at first, Dunstan Jr. in center, Daniel at second, Jones at DH, Buner in left, Taylor the catcher, Kahaloa, the Hawaiian right-hander, on the mound. That's the lineup filled out by Grizzlies 13th-year manager Phil Warren tonight, who last night with a walk-off win became only the second Frontier League skipper all-time to reach 600 managerial victories in his Frontier League career. He joined Southern Illinois Miners 13th-year boss Mike Pitto, who won his 600th earlier on this year. And, of course, those two not only debuted in the same season as Frontier League managers in 2007, but debuted for their current clubs, managing against each other on opening day back in May of 07. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Grizzlies take the field in their home white uniforms. The Rascals line up in front of their third base dugout of the road. Blacks 
Might be the final series ever between these two rivals with River City set to exit the Frontier League after 2019. The Grizzlies and the Rascals three more times, starting with the opener on this Friday night from Soje. First pitch is coming up next. Stay with us. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The renovators know where to put a wall, a window, a room. Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com slash dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. There it goes, a long drive. If it stays fair, home run. Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out baseballhall.org today for more information. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations. You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where we're now moments away from first pitch between the visiting River City Rascals and the hometown Gateway Grizzlies just on the east side of the Mississippi River across from the Gateway Arch. Nate Catter back with you to finish up the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Whatever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there this Buds for you. The Grizzlies try to make a back-to-back wins in the first of three games against River City tonight. Once again, the starting lineup, the Rascals will have batting at the top of the first. Andrew Petter, Northern Meadows, and Braxton Martinez. Then Cameron Estee, LJ Kalawaya, and Tanner Murphy. Zach Levy, Nick Anderson, and Alvin Swoop ratted out for Steve Brook, Rascals manager. For Gateway on defense, a 972 fielding percentage, second worst in the Frontier League, and the Grizzlies made five errors over the final two games of the Schaumburg series, Wednesday and Thursday. Gunnar Buhner is in left field, has returned to the lineup after an injury that has kept him out of most of August. Sean Dunstan Jr. is in center, Dustin Woodcock in right. Third to first on the infield, it's Connor Owings, Brent Sakurai, Andrew Daniel, and Luke Lowry. Zach Taylor is the Grizzlies catcher for the six-foot-one, 190 190-pound right-hander Ian Kahaloa from Iwa Beach, Hawaii. Kahaloa is 2-6 with a 4.47 earned run average. It's his 17th appearance, his 10th start. Over 50 and one-third innings, the 21-year-old right-hander has struck out 57 and walked 21. The league is hitting 286 against him. His last outing in Evansville Saturday, 
and he allowed five runs all earned on five hits over three innings. Struck out five and walked two. And Chuck DeLoss in a 9-6 Grizzlies defeat. Last home start was before that, a couple of weekends ago against Windy City, and he got a win. Four runs all earned over five and two-thirds innings. Right-hander Kahala works out of the windup for the first base out of the rubber against the righty batter Petter. Wind up at the pitch. Petter takes a ball just off the outside corner. Fastball gets us underway right on time at 7.05 Central Time in Sojay. The pitch. Petter takes a fastball strike. Petter hitting 278, four homers, 42 batted in. The pitch. He takes a curve down and outside. Two balls and a strike. At first pitch, it's 79 degrees, mostly sunny in Sojay. That first pitch weather report brought to you by Pro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at Pro. Faster to any size disaster. Ian deals. Petter takes a fastball strike over the outside. It's 2-2. Two and two. Rascals, as mentioned during the Budweiser pregame show, 258 team batting average, second best in the league, and even more dangerous, 82 home runs. Tops on the circuit. Two and two delivery now on the way. Petter swings and misses at a high and tight fastball and strikes out. One up, one down, and Kahalo is for a strikeout to get us underway at the top of the first inning. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. No what's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. So here now is Nolan Meadows, former normal corn belter for a couple of years. 2016 led the Frontier League in home runs. Did not enjoy nearly the same success in 2017. Then went to the Can-Am League where he had a middling year last season. But has bounced back into double digits and home runs in 2019. Open stance back of the box. And he takes a fastball though for ball one. Meadows a 265 average to go with 10 homers and 58 runs batted in. Just underway, top of the first inning. One up and one down so far against Kahaloa. Meadows upright stance, crowds the plate a bit back of the box. Pitch on the way. And he takes a fastball strike over the outside, one and one. Chris Dykeman is our home plate umpire, calling those balls and strikes. He's joined by Mike Victor on the bases tonight. The two-man crew as assigned by the Frontier League. Kahaloa, the rocker step, the kick and the pitch. Meadows golfs it foul, left side out of play, a ball and two strikes. Gateway is in the home white uniforms head to toe with the exception of Navy caps and belts. Gold Grizzlies script across the chest. Gold numbers fronted back outlined in Navy. Kaloa has the Navy three-quarter sleeves past his elbows down to the midway point of his forearms. He takes a breath and delivers. Meadows fouls it back to the middle of the screen. Ian wears the orangish glove. Probably looks even more burnt orange and gold next to the similarly colored Grizzly script on his chest. Former fifth-round pick of the Cincinnati Reds out of high school in Hawaii, still only 21 years old. What a two-pitch again on the way. Meadows takes a change up low, two balls, two strikes. Rascals are in the black alternate jerseys, white Rascals dog logo on the upper left side of the chest with the overlapping red RC, white numbers fronted back, black helmets, belts, and gray pants. Kahaloa takes a breath, the wide of the 2-2 two two offering. Meadows takes just off the inside, a fastball that... Nearly grazed the inner edge, but it's full three balls, two strikes. One out base is clear, nothing, nothing in the top of the first. Rascal just a half game back of first place in the West, and they've won four games in a row coming into this one. Ian's payoff pitch now. Meadows swings at a high fastball and pops it foul, left side out of play. 
So he is uh, forcing Kahaloa to work, if nothing else. Kahaloa had uh, a really nice early season set of the Grizzlies' bullpen. He's been more up and down as a starter, especially of late. Payoff again. Meadows chops it sharply to first off a short second hop. It's knocked down and bobbled by Lowry, but right in front of him, he picks it up and takes it to first himself for the out. So a strikeout and a ground out to first. Two gone at the top of the first inning for River City, and it brings up Braxton Martinez. Former St. Louis Billiken won an Atlantic 10 Conference Championship as a senior. Signed with the Rascals in 2016 and has been a Rascal ever since. Played the second half of 16 with River City after finishing with the Billikens in that spring of 2016. So this is his fourth year with the Rascals. There was a little stint of the Mexican League in there a couple of years ago. Pitch to Martinez is a curve that's taken just high for ball one. Righty batting third baseman hit under 200. His rookie year in the Frontier League back in 2016. He has progressed every year. 1-0 pitch. And he takes outside 2-0. But it's been a massive jump this year. His batting average is up to 287. 12 home runs, 73 RBIs, one off the league lead that belongs to Ryan Long of the Evansville Otters. Martinez has the best OPS in the league to an pitch. Breaking ball strike of the outside. He has walked 76 times this year in 88 games. His on-base percentage is 439, best in the league by far among qualified players, 942 on-base plus slugging. Pitch to him is taken outside. Three balls and a strike. Two outs, nobody on. No score, top of the first. In general, the last couple of years, he looked like a player who was going to settle in as a reliable everyday option. Pretty good defender at third. Power in his bat, and he would walk a bit, but he hit for a pretty low average, under 250. Three and one offering. It's a slider down the middle, taken for strike two. And yet here, he has burst forward with a phenomenal 2019 and looks the heavy favorite at this point to win the Morgan Burkhardt Award as the Frontier League's most valuable player. Three and two pitch now. Martinez swings and misses at a high fastball and strikes out. He was late on the heat above his belt and Cajaloa strikes out a pair of rascals in a one, two, three first inning. Finally, the Grizzlies do not concede at the top of the first. That's been a real issue on this homestand and the last uh, few weeks, certainly, if not the entire season, but Cajaloa cruises through the top of the first inning. We head to the home half. River City nothing and Gateway coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. 
So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where between the top and the bottom halves of the first inning, our fans at the ballpark tonight are enjoying a special video presentation honoring Isaac Bruce, who is the man of the evening here. Grizzlies gave away an Isaac Bruce bobblehead tonight, and he was at the ballpark for an appearance throughout a first pitch. Proceeds from that bobblehead and uh, tickets tonight going to the Isaac Bruce Foundation, which does a lot of great work in St. Louis and elsewhere to have a lot of uh, young kids academically and athletically. And Isaac Bruce uh, being honored with a video presentation here between the top and bottom halves of the first inning. River City did not score in the top of the first. The Grizzlies coming up in the home half with Connor Owings, Brent Sakurai, and Dustin Woodcock. Against River City, 6'1", 190-pound right-hander Taylor Ahern from Santee, California. And the fans receiving that video presentation rather well as they should. Very well done. Flying Grizzlies director of new media, Mr. Brody Benz. Owings leads off the bottom of the first, 264 average, 10 homers and 44 batted in for the left-handed hitter. Against the right-hander, Ahern, who works out of the windup from the center of the rubber. The kick and the first delivery. Owings takes a fastball strike. Ahern is 24 years old from Cal State San Marcos. Two and three with an earned run average exactly three across his first 10 Rascals appearances, nine starts. One strike pitch. Owings takes up and away for a ball. Over 60 innings, Ahern has walked, uh, struck out 59, but walked only 14. The league is hitting just 210 against him, and in his only prior appearance against the Grizzlies at home on June the 27th at O'Fallon, he tossed seven scoreless innings, allowed just four hits, and a 4-0 Rascals win. Here's his one-and-one offering. Owing swings and fouls it back. He struck out six without a walk in that appearance. Owings leads the Frontier League in strikeouts this year, but he's also among the league leaders in walks. He's third in the club in homers, tops in RBIs and doubles. Upright stance, back of the box, tries the plate a bit on the left side. One ball, two strikes. Ahern brings it home. And Cotter waves and misses at a breaking ball and strikes out. So a strikeout to lead off the bottom of the first. Kahaloa worked his way one, two, three through the Rascals at the top of the first with a pair of Ks. And Taylor Ahern answering in kind to start the home first. That brings up the Grizzlies Hawaiian shortstop, Brent Sakurai. Sakurai has a 262 average, five home runs and 26 batted in. Grizzlies has a team hitting 242. That's eighth in the league out of 10 teams. 63 home runs, ranked fifth. And the Grizzlies have been surging in both categories, in particular hitting for power in August. The line of the pitch. Sakurai takes a fastball over the outside of the knees for a strike. Grizzlies already in the month of August have hit 25 home runs. That is easily their best month of the year. In July, they hit 11. In June, they hit 8. That's 19 home runs combined the last two months, 25 already in August. One strike pin. Down and outside for a ball. And we still have another week and a half to go pretty much in August or a week plus a day till next Saturday. One ball, one strike. 
Now the pitch. Sakurai swings and lifts a breaking ball in the air to left field. That sends Anderson to his left. He is there and makes the catch. So two down in the bottom of the first for the Grizzlies. Nothing, nothing. River City defense has a 976 fielding percentage, which ranks sixth in the league. Rascals have Anderson in left, as mentioned. He's joined by LJ Kalawaya, the former Joliet Slammer in center. More on him when he comes up in the top of the second. Cameron Este is in right field. Third to first in the infield, it's Braxton Martinez, Andrew Petter, Alvin Swoop, and Zach Levy. The last of that group, a former Grizzly. Taylor Murphy is the catcher for the right-hander Taylor Ahern, who winds and deals to Dustin Woodcock. And a fastball is taken to the knees for a strike. Woodcock, the lefty batting rookie out of SIUE, one of the best Cougars offensively in the program's history, certainly the Division I era. Slightly open left side stance. Pitch to him. It's a fastball taken outside, one ball and one strike. He has enjoyed a very good start to his professional career. 218 average, 11 homers, and 25 batted in. The 11th was a two-run, two-out walk-off shot bottom of the ninth last night. What a one pitch. And Woody nubs it foul off the left side. It's a ball and two strikes. 11 home runs in only his first 50 professional games. That puts him on a, about a 21-homer pace for a 96-game Frontier League season. And that pace, as it stands, would be leading the league right now. Top home run hitter in the league is Hector Roa of Washington. He has 16 dingers. Woodcock on his pace, if he had been with the Grizzlies since the beginning of the year, would have 20. What a two-pitch. Dustin swings and misses at a fastball up and away and strikes out. So the uh, two starting pitchers match scoreless bottom of the, uh, top and bottom of the first inning and a couple of strikeouts for both of them. We head to the second, nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it, really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Nothing, nothing as we head to the second inning. Grizzlies and the Rascals are scoreless on our Friday night in Sojay. They open over three-game series at GCS Credit Union Ballpark. Nick Getter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway right-hander Ian Kahaloa goes back to the mound after a scoreless top of the first with a couple of strikeouts. He'll deal with a lefty batting Cameron Este. Wide of the pitch. Este swings and misses at a fastball for strike one. Rascals clean up man, right fielder hitting 296. 
Eight home runs and 45 runs batted in. Very open stands. Upright on the left side. Pitch to him. Fastball down and in. One ball and one strike. Now the count on Este out of the Washington National System where he reached uh, Class A Hagerstown in Maryland, South Atlantic League. One and one pitch. Swing on a foul tip by Este. It's a ball and two strikes. He got off to a torrid start to his Rascals tenure. Driving in runs in particular, he was an RBI machine early in the year. No longer true. What a two pitch. Este swings and ticks it foul. Now his 45 RBI is not a bad total. That would lead the Grizzlies by one. But his pace of more than an RBI a game the first few weeks of the year has slowed down considerably. Still a ball, two strikes. Here it is. Taken down at inside. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody on, nobody out to start the top of the second. We have still not yet had a base runner. The Rascals will have LJ Kalawaya and Tanner Murphy to follow the lefty batter Este. Four, five, and six in their order. Ian has his sign, the kick and the offering. Este swings and ticks a fastball back into Taylor's mid. Strike three. Kahaloa has fanned three of the first four batters he's faced. He's retired all of them. And all three of those strikeouts brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system playing safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 8-1-1. It's smart. It's free. It's the law. So here is LJ Kalawaya, lefty batting center fielder, whom the Rascals picked up around the midway point of the season after he was released by the Joliet Slammers. He had a very good season last year in Joliet, and the Slammers won the 2018 Frontier League title. The pitch. Kalawaya takes a fastball down central for a strike. But he had a brutal start to 2019 in Joliet. The pitch. Kalawaya takes high, one ball and one strike. And in typical Steve Brook fashion as the manager of the Rascals, he turned uh, sort of garbage into gold this year. He's had a history of doing this. Did it a couple of years ago with Ransom Lalonde, Windy City shortstop for whom he traded. One and one pitch. Swung and a miss by Kalawaya on a high fastball, one and two. When Lalonde got off to a terrible start and the Thunderbolts finally felt the need around the midway point of the year to get rid of him, only to have him return to form with the Rascals, while Kalawaya's done the same thing. Over 38 games with Joliet, 178 average. What a two-pitch. Take it high, two and two. 178. He hit 300 a year ago with the Slammers. He dropped to 178 through 38 games this year. 35 games with the Rascals. He's hitting 302. And the Slammers let him go for absolutely nothing. One out, nobody on. No score, second inning. Two and two pitch. Is a slider for a strike three call. Caught the inside corner. Kalawaya down looking. Kahaloa has caved four of the first five Rascals against him. All brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one. Call.com. As though that's not enough, Kalawai has also doubled his extra base hit total from his time with Joliet in fewer games as a rascal. Two out, nobody on. Grizzlies nothing, Rascals nothing as the visiting River City boys bat at the top of the second. Right header to right header. Kahaloa winds and delivers to Tanner Murphy, who takes a slider outside ball one. Murphy, a first-year rascal, 229 hitter with six home runs and 25 RBIs. 1-0 pitch. Murphy swings at a fastball, pops it up at a shallow right. Second baseman Daniel retreats, shuffles a bit farther, but he's called off by the oncoming right fielder Woodcock, who casually jogs in to make the catch over his cap and retire the side. Another 1-2-3 inning with a couple of Ks for Kahaloa, who's retired the half-dozen rascals he's faced and struck out four. Last of the second inning coming up next. Gateway nothing, River City nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
a Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Grizzlies cleanup man Luke Lowry leads off at the bottom of the second inning with Gateway and River City. Nothing, nothing after an inning and a half. In fact, we have not yet had a base runner tonight in the opener of a three-game series in Sojay. Rascals right-hander Taylor Ahern works out of the windup for the set of the rubber against the righty-batting Grizzlies first baseman Lowry. Here's the kick of the pitch. Luke swings at a fastball and tops it foul off the third base side. Luke was hitless yesterday, but has been so hot over the last month. He's hitting 259, 12 homers. Tops in the club with 33 runs batted in. Open stance, very wide of the righty box, better the knees. Rest the black bat on his back right shoulder. Pitch to him. Is a slider and he swings and misses. Nothing at two. Infield plays him a little bit to pull. The shortstop penner a couple of steps toward the hole. Outfield deep and straight away. Lowry's white batting gloves grips the bat down over the knob. And Ahern's two strike offering on the way. Lowry takes a slider down and outside. One ball, two strikes. Sean Dunstan Jr. on deck, Andrew Daniel in the hole, the four, five, and six Grizzlies to bat in the home half of the second. Ahern looks in, the wind up and the offering. Lowry takes a fastball high, two balls and two strikes. Ahern in his third professional season, spent the last couple of years in the Boston Red Sox organization. Last year spent time with three different Red Sox affiliates, including two and two pitch. Lowry swings at a slider, left safe fly ball, right field. It's high and pretty deep. Estee back to the track, but has room out there to make the catch. Just a couple of steps, maybe only one step in front of the low right field fence. And Lowry comes up five or ten feet short of his 13th homer of the year. Instead, it's a fly out. And there's one away in the bottom of the second for Sean Dunstan Jr. So here is Sean Dunstan Jr. Lefty batting center fielder, 248 average, eight homers, 37 batted in. He went deep yesterday in the eighth inning in the finale of the three-game series against Schaumburg. Ahern the windup and the pitch. Dunstan takes a fastball to inside ball one. 
homered on the first pitch from Boomer's closer, Connor Adler, who came in at the bottom of the eighth with Schaumburg up 3-2, to two, looking for a six-out save, which would have been his longest of the year. 1-0 delivery. Dunstan takes up an away ball, too. That's an all-star closer, earned run average under two, who hadn't been scored upon since July 3rd. More than six weeks, and the very first pitch he threw, Dunstan sent way out of here to right field to tie the game. Dustin Woodcock took him deep in the ninth for a walk-off. 2-0 pitch. Sean takes down and outside. Three balls, no strikes. Not a batter you want to walk, but his fantastic speed has already set a Grizzly single-season steals record in 2019. Back of the box, open stance, better than ease. Chokes up, flexes the mat over his shoulder, and he takes a fastball down the middle for a strike. Three and one on Dunstan, no score, one out, nobody on, last of the second. No base runners yet for either team. Ahern brings it in. Sean takes a fastball high and wide, ball four. So the first base run of the ball game is a Taylor Ahern walk issued to Sean Dunstan Jr. And he's aboard with one away to bring up Andrew Daniel, who has homered twice on this homestead already, Tuesday and Wednesday. Raised his average to 221. He has eight homers and 30 RBIs. Twenty-six-year-old right-hand batting infielder from San Diego. Slightly open stance, back of the box. Ahern sets at the shoulders, spins and throws to first. A little bit low. Dunstan was leaning, but he dives back in without a tag from Rascals first baseman Zach Levy, former Grizzly. Signed with Gateway in 2016 after finishing his collegiate career at the University of Missouri. He was an SEC standout as a junior and senior. Dunstan's leaning at first, big lead. Pitch on the way. Daniel takes a strike at the belt over the inside. And Levy had a promising 2016, but he came back in 2017 and really struggled. The Grizzlies released him not even a month and a half into the season. And he ended up with the Rascals, where he's had a good, at least powerful 2019. Ahern sets. Spending a throw to first again is low and picked out by Levy. That very nearly could have gotten by him down toward the Grizzlies' bullpen and given Dunstan at least second. And if you miss badly with one of those and it goes bouncing in foul territory up the right field line a little ways after deflecting off the sidewall, Dunstan with his speed, if he's alert, could easily go from first to third. And that'd be a big deal with one out of the second score of this game. One strike pitch. Daniel swings and drives with a right field. Back goes Este, has room on the track, makes the catch, and Dunstan heads back to first, two gone. So Lowry led off with a fly ball that was high enough but didn't quite have the distance, wasn't hit hard enough. Daniel then flies out with a line drive that was crushed, but he hit it at too much of a line drive trajectory. He needed to get under it a little bit more. If you melded Lowry and Daniel swings into one, you'd have two home runs. Instead, two flies to the right fielder, Este. Two gone to the last of the second inning. Now Wesley Jones, the batter. See if Dunstan's running here. Ahern ready in the pitch. There goes Sean. Wesley grounds it toward short off. Three hops. It's scooped up by Andrew Petter. He flips softly to first, and Jones is retired to end the second inning. No runs, no hits. A man left at first base. Officially, we head to the third. Still scoreless on the Grizzlies Media Network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Zach Levy leads off the top of the third for River City. The Grizzlies and the Rascals are scoreless. Ian Kahaloa has retired in the first six. Rascals who have come up against him with four strikeouts. And the Gateway right-hander goes back to work now in this visitor's third inning. Levy to be followed by Nick Anderson and Alvin Swoof. The bottom three batters in the order for the Rascals. Swing and a miss by Levy on a first pitch fastball. Nothing at one to start him. Levy hitting 234 for the year. Pitch to him. Fastball swung and a miss. 0-2. 13 homers. Tops in the club and 35 RBIs for the former Missouri Tiger and a Vaz Missouri native. Most of the way to Columbia from St. Louis. 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Levy went after a fastball off the corner. And on three heaters, he is down on strikes. So for Ian, that's seven up, seven down on five strikeouts. All brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one call.com. So here is the ready batter, Nick Anderson, 241 average, no homers, 10 batted in. Swings and fouls a fastball back to the base of the screen. Nobody on, one man out, no score in the top of the third. Anderson upright, straightaway stance, back of the box right side. Red batting gloves, holds the black bat down over the knob, twitches it over his right shoulder, pitch to him. Is a fastball taken just high, one and one. Efficiency has at times been an issue for Ian, as it has been for many of the Grizzlies starting pitchers. Over a long season like this, it's always an issue. What a one delivery is a slider taken down and outside, two balls and a strike. And although it can sometimes seem like pitch count is discussed ad nauseum, it's hard to overstate the lengths that a team will go to to ensure that uh, they have starting pitchers going to handle the load. Two and one pitch. Anderson takes high, three balls and a strike. And it's such a luxury, especially for a team like the Grizzlies, who have had a relatively static bullpen over the course of the year have five different guys who have made 40 or more appearances out of their 87 games coming into tonight. To take work off them is a big deal. Three and one pitch. Anderson takes a slider strike over the outside, and it's three and two. Nobody on, one man out, no score top of the third. Kahalo delivers. Anderson swings and tops a one hopper toward third. In the end, Owens gets a short second hop, rockets to first. 
And Anderson is out. So two up, two down again for Kahaloa. He's retired all eight rascals he's faced with five Ks. And if the pattern continues, he'll have to strike out Swoop to keep it a two punch out an inning. He had up to 41 pitches so far, 25 strikes. Ready batter, Alvin Swoop, 125 average, two out of his first 16 over his opening 10 games as a rascal. Pitch to him, is taken high and tight for a ball. No homers, in fact, no extra base hits. He's driven in one game, or one run, I should say, over those 10 games. Kahaloa back on the first base out of the rubber, quickly getting his side from Taylor, although that time he shook him off once. Now the pitch. Slider taken for a strike at the belt, one and one. Seems like Ian is working more quickly in this start, and then even in his windup, he's actually moving more quickly. Kick in the pitch. Swoop takes a fastball strike, pinned in the outer black beautifully. One ball and two strikes to count. Kahaloa already looking for strikeout number six of the night. His career high is 10, and he set that earlier this year. The pitch is a slider down and outside to a two. I should say 11 strikeouts for his career high. It was a couple of starts ago at home against Windy City. Five and two thirds. He allowed four runs in that start, but struck out 11, and the Grizzlies won the ball game for him. Nothing, nothing here. Nobody on two men out, top of the third, and the two and two pitch. Swoop swings and misses at a high fastball and strikes out. Ian has punched out six and retired the first nine rascals to bat. We go to the bottom of the third. Gateway nothing, River City nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, Big or small, loud or quiet, a bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-ServPro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-ServPro or visiting ServPro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Denson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. Gunnar Buhner, Zach Taylor, and Connor Owings. The 8-9-1 batters scheduled for the Grizzlies in the last half of the third. Gateway nothing and River City nothing in the opener of a three-game series from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. Buhner is making his return to the lineup after missing time with an injury. His average for the year at 212. 
He has two home runs and 14 RBIs. Right-hander Taylor Ahern back of the mound for the Rascals into a third inning. Winds and delivers. Peter takes a fastball just up and inside for a ball. Not only are we still looking for our first run, we're looking for our first hit. Only one base runner between the two teams. Sean Dunstan Jr. walked in the second against Ahern. Now is Watto pitch. Buter pops it up. Foul right side out of play. And the count is a ball and a strike. Gunner was on a seven-game hitting streak before he went nothing out of four on August the 10th, a couple of weeks ago, his last appearance. But out since with a toe injury. 24-year-old out of Bellevue, Washington. One-on-one pitch. Gutter takes just low. Two balls and a strike. But he had uh, really been struggling offensively pretty much the entire year. He was hitting 169 before that seven-game hitting streak. And all of a sudden was the best Grizzlies hitter for like a week and a half. Two-and-one pitch. Gutter takes high. Three balls and a strike to count. Another situation in which the Grizzlies would be well served by a walk. Gunner started to do more and more of that during his hitting streak as well. He was stealing some bases. Three and one offering. And he swings and tops it foul up third. Three balls, two strikes. Nice play made off a couple of hops by Grizzlies hitting coach Darren Kinsolving down to the third base coaching box. Scott Brown is coaching first for Gateway. Kinsolving. Very successful professional hitter across a few independent leagues, including this one in his career. Scott Brown, outstanding head coach of the Viani Golden Griffins. And working double duty these last couple of weeks of the year. Payoff pitch. Buter swings at a fastball and smokes a grounder through the left side of base hit. So Gunner picks up right where he left off. He's one for one off the injured reserve and has a single to lead off the bottom of the third. First hit for either team tonight. And it brings up Zach Taylor, the Grizzlies' number nine hitter. Rookie out of Oregon State. Taylor had a 236 average, a homer and 15 batted in this far. Buter single, the first Grizzlies hit of the ball game, brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or in need of an annual checkup? Whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. Right-hander against right-hander, Ahern sets for the second time in three innings over on the third base out of the rubber and deals. Taylor swings on an inside fastball and nicks it foul to the backstop. No balls to the strike. Anyway, Scott Brown, whose son Matt is a Grizzly and uh, played most of the year with the club, missed the early part of the season with injury, and the same now in the latter part. He's on the injured reserve to finish out the year, has not been available for the Grizzlies for now over a week with a stress fracture at his fibula that has ended his 2019 campaign. No score last of the third. Buner at first, nobody out. Levy holds him. One strike pitch. Taylor takes a fastball down and away. One and one the count. But Scott back at Viani with school back in session. And he is also the uh, dean of students for the Golden Griffins, along with his duties as head baseball coach, which he has performed quite well. State champion with the Golden Griffins was the 2017-18 NFHS National High School Coach of the Year in baseball. It's better to throw to first, Buter dives back. But uh, Scott has been at Viani during the day and uh, executing on those duties. And then as soon as school lets out, racing on Across town, over here to Sojay, just on the east side of the Mississippi. Ahern sets at the shoulders and his one-on-one pitch. Taylor swings at a breaking ball, lifts a soft line drive over third base. That drops in, a fair ball, bouncing toward the corner. Buner gets a wave to third. Taylor heads for a second. The throw that way is high. Taylor slides in, save. 
A double for Zach Taylor. The eight and nine batters in the Grizzlies order have supplied back-to-back hits to open the home third. And the Grizzlies have two in scoring position with Cutter Owings coming up, a chance at the first run of the ball game. Taylor's ninth double of the year. Buner at third, Taylor at second, no score last to the third. Had not had a hit until this bottom of the third inning for either team. Single for Buner, a double for Taylor. And now the lefty batter Owings, who struck out his first time against the right-header Ahern. The stretch and the first offering on the way. Cotter swings and misses in front of a changeup that looked really good and slowed down and dropped late. No balls and a strike on Owings. Anyway, Scott's been getting here during uh, batting practice and battling through his fatigue to coach for the Grizzlies. Games off and ending after 10 o'clock, of course. So his work days are, are stretching 15, 16 hours right now for the last couple of weeks of this 2019 Frontier League season. Ahern's one strike pitch. Owings takes down the middle for a strike. And it's another changeup 0-2. Outfield is deep and straight away. The infield in on the corners, deep up the middle. Willing to, it appears, trade a run for an out. Buner at third, Taylor at second. Nobody gone in the last of the third. Gateway nothing and River City nothing. Our score. No balls, two strikes on Owing. Ahern ready and throws. Connor swings and ticks a curve foul. Sakurai on deck, Dustin Woodcock in the hole. Still the ball's two strikes on Owings. Ahern the stretch and the pinch. Connor swings and sends a drive center field. That backs up Callaway. He has room, makes the catch. Buter tags and comes in to score. The throw goes to third, but Taylor holds at second base. Sacrifice fly to center field for Connor Owings. His Grizzlies leading 45th RBI of the year, and it's 1-0 gateway in the last of the third. So now Brett Sakurai will bat. Taylor still at second base, one out. Grizzlies up 1-0 on River City in the bottom of the third. Trying to snap the Rascals' four-game losing streak. So their playoff futures perhaps into some chaos. And it would be back-to-back wins for Gateway. Right-header against right-header. Sakurai fly to left his first time. Ahern sets under his chin, looks to second. And lets it fly. Sakurai swings and fists a slow bouncer toward the left side. Gloved in the hole with a shortstop pedder. Throws off balance back to first off. A hop. Zach is out by a half step. Picked out of the backhand by Zach Levy. And Sakurai is down on a good play on both ends by the Rascals infield. Taylor goes to third, two gone. And now the powerful rookie outfielder Dustin Woodcock, last night's hero for the Grizzlies, will bat at a big spot. The Grizzlies would hate to have... Second and third, nobody out. Come to pass without getting a crooked number out of it. In particular, when those runners at second and third were their eight and nine batters, setting it up for the top of the order. Right-hander to left-hander, here's the pinch. Woodcock takes a changeup down and outside for a ball. Dustin struck out swinging 
his first time to finish the first, which was a perfect inning for Ahern, who stuck out a couple. He has since allowed a base runner in each of the next two innings, a hit for the first time in this third inning. He has not had another strikeout. Here's his 1-0 pitch. Woodcock takes just low ball two. Dustin has demonstrated a much better eye the last few weeks. That's been a big part of his offensive value surging for the Grizzlies. He has five hits the last two games, four of them singles, before the walk-off homer in the bottom of the ninth yesterday. 5-3 Grizzlies win in the finale against Schaumburg. 2-0 pitch. Woodcock takes a fastball that tails outside. Three balls, no strikes. Luke Lowry is on deck. He nearly homered his first time tonight. But if Woodcock can hit for a slightly better average next year as a rookie, too, it'll be his second year, so he'll still count as a rookie by the Frontier League roster rules. Taylor at third, two down, one nothing Grizzlies in the third. 3-0 pitch. Woodcock takes a ball just off the outside corner. Four-pitch walk to Woodcock, who's aboard. If he can do more of that and raise his batting average maybe into the 240-250 range with some walks and continue this 20-homer-type pace, couple that with his fantastic defense. Really, really strong arm in right field. He could be an all-star in this league. Even hitting in the mid-200s, he could be an all-star. The era of batting average dominance is no more. And Woodcock certainly fits that mold, as many of the best players in this league do. Braxton Martinez, for example, the likely most valuable player playing third base for the Rascals, has a good batting average in the 280s, but not in the top five in the league, maybe not even in the top ten, and he's still the favorite to win MVP. Pitch to Luke Lowry on the way. Swing and a miss. Luke chased a slider down and outside for strike one. He flied out all the way to the wall in right field. Leading off the second inning his first time. Has a dozen home runs this year. Tops in the club. one nothing gateway. Taylor at third. Woodcock at first. Two down. Last of the third inning. No balls at a strike on Lowry. Ahern ready. Any deals? Luke swings and misses. Chased another slider below his knees. No balls. Two strikes. After Woodcock laid off, Lowry has not been able to. Anyway, Martinez is going to win that award for his power in part. 12 home runs and his walks. He leads the league in that department and has a league best 439 on base percentage. The two-strike delivery from Ahern on the way. Lowry swings and misses at a slider and strikes out. Third K for Ahern. The Grizzlies do score on a couple of hits, including a Zach Taylor double. Cotterowe drives to the run with a sack fly, but Gateway leaves a couple of men on base. Should be noted, Braxton Martinez's on-base percentage, more than 150 points higher than his batting average. And that is the real secret. We head to the fourth. Gateway one, River City nothing. Now our score on the Grizzlies Media Network. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. 
GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Finally, a run on the scoreboard. 1-0 Gateway after three innings from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soje. First pitch from Ian Kahaloa. Take it high for ball one to Andrew Penner, the Rascals' leadoff man, who is the first to bat at the top of the fourth. River City does not have a base runner against Kahaloa yet. Penner takes a slider strike on the outside, one and one. Ian has retired all nine Rascals he's faced with six strikeouts, two per inning to this point, and the Hawaiian was eager to get going again. One and one pitch. Penner swings and fouls a fastball back over the screen of all the two strikes. Uh, the Rascals shortstop. Roddy Batter with a black stirrup socks pulled up nearly to his knees. Better the knees in the righty box. Pitch on the way. Take it high. Two balls, two strikes. Has that exaggerated crouch to his stance. Crouch to play it a little bit as a leadoff man probably should. Kahalo has been picking up the pace in a big way between pitches and even between innings. He looks like he's eager to get out there and keep pitching, and why wouldn't he be? He's at 50 deliveries now for the ball game. Nobody's reached against him. Two and two pitch. Header swings at a slider, pops it foul, right side out of play. Now the downside of a lot of strikeouts, especially for a pitcher dominating as Kahaloa is, comes with inefficiency. Ian's already at 51 pitches, which is a pretty high number for facing just his 10th batter of the game. That puts the Rascals at five-plus pitches, of course, per plate appearance, which is quite a lot. Two and two delivery again. Header takes a slider, strike three called. Backed up a bit. But it caught the inside corner. Chris Dykeman, our plate umpire, punches out Penner, who is 0 for 2 with a couple of Ks. Kahaloa has struck out seven. Already well over halfway to his career high of 11 with just one out of the fourth. All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. No watch below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Here's the lefty batting Rascals DH, Nolan Meadows, who grounded out to first. Back in the first inning, he was the first rascal to make contact. Still one of just three who can claim that against Kahaloa. Wide of the pitch. Meadows ticks it foul to the base of the screen. No balls, one strike. one nothing Grizzlies. Nobody on. One out top of the fourth with River City batting. Braxton Martinez, the number three hitter, is on deck. But Kahaloa still having to spend five-plus pitches per plate appearance. One strike delivery. Meadows takes a changeup just off the outer edge. A ball that a strike. Because if you think about it, you're already devoting three pitches at minimum to strike a guy out. And he's done that seven times to this point out of the first ten batters. One at one pitch. Meadows swings and grounds it to first. Lowry right there to scoop it cleanly. Jocks to first himself for the out. So Petter has struck out twice. Meadows has grounded to first twice. Both three unassisted. Two got at the top of the fourth. And Kahaloa now will face Braxton Martinez. Rascals righty batting third base, but who struck out swinging his first time. And again, as the trend stands, Kahaloa would have to strike out Martinez to keep up his 2Ks an inning pace. Pitch is a slider taken down and outside ball one. 
So it behooves a starting pitcher who's throwing this well and wanting to probably go deep in this game, six, seven-plus innings, to get some quick outs, and strikeouts just about prohibit that. Swing and a miss by Martinez on a pa uh, pitch up and in, one and one. Even if you struck out every batter on three pitches, that's 81 pitches for a complete game. So you factor in a few foul balls, a few pitches out of the zone. You're at 100 pitches very quickly. One and one delivery is taken just high. No, strike two called very late by Chris Dykeman. Braxton Martinez won't like that too much. Nobody on two men out. One nothing gateway in the visitor's fourth. Kahaloa back to the top of the mound. Peers over his tan glove and the one and two pitch now. Martinez takes a slider just off the outer edge. Hit the mitt, but Taylor was set off off the outside. Two balls, two strikes. Trying to make it 12 up and 12 down to open his ball game. Why not an eighth strikeout as well? He shakes out the first side from Taylor. Now kicks and delivers. Martinez takes a slider down the middle. Locked him up. Strike three call. Eight strikeouts for Kahaloa. Two per inning through four. 12 rascals up. 12 rascals down. Bottom of the fourth is coming up next. one nothing gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Open a Pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. <laughs> Pepsi emojis say it with Pepsi. I'm Meg <laughs> Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway 1, River City nothing as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay this evening. Nate Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Grizzlies have a run on two hands and a walk against Rascals right-header Taylor Ahern. Gateway starter Ian Kahaloa has not a lot of base runner yet. 12 up, 12 down, 8 Ks. The right-hander Ahern works to the lefty batting center fielder Sean Dunstan Jr., who swings and misses in front of the changeup strike one. Sean walked his first time in the second inning and was stranded at first base. Followed by Andrew Daniel and Wesley Jones. In this home half of the fourth inning, the five, six, and seven Grizzlies hitters trying to build on their one-nothing lead. Ahern the windup and the one-strike offering now. 
Dustin swings and golfs a soft pop-up at a shallow setter. This could be trouble. The second baseman swoop going back, still going. Reaches out with his bare hand, but it drops at shallow setter. Sean takes a wide turn towards second, turns around and reverses course to first, where nobody is covering. Then he dives back in head first to first base, and his head went very hard down into the turf. Time is called. Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo is going to come out and take a look at him. Dunstan went diving in a hurry back into first base and got it all wrong. He went in with his upper body first, and his head, led by his chin, slammed down face first into the turf as he was arriving back to the first base bag. So that ball was floated into shallow center. The second baseman swoop went back for it. He realized he wasn't going to get to it and even reached out with his bare right hand, which was closer to the ball, but couldn't get his fingertips to it. Probably for the best at that point. Dropped in shallow center. Sean had eyes on going to second base because both middle infielders had gone back into center field. The first baseman, Levy, though, was alert and got there to cover the bag. Sean went more than halfway to second base, reverse course, realized he was going to be out at second, looked back and saw nobody covering first, and won the race back to the bag ahead of Rascals catcher James Morisano. And in, uh, in all reality, Sean probably would not have had to slide back in at all. There was going to be no play, but he went diving back into the bag and just didn't really slide. He sort of flopped, and that resulted in his chin banging into the turf very hard in front of first base. But he is going to stay in the game. It appears to be okay. Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo and manager Phil Warren both satisfied. A lot of experience between those two. Phil Warren, 13th year as the Grizzlies skipper. Jeff Manzo in his 17th year as the Grizzlies athletic trainer. Three-time Frontier League athletic trainer of the year. So Dunstan out to his lead. Ahern set to the pitch to Andrew Daniel is on the way. Sean runs to the first pitch. It's taken low, and it's double clutched by Tanner Murphy. So Sean, even though he slipped on his first or second step, slides into second base with his league-leading 34th steal of the year. 34 stolen bases for Dunstan. He's been caught still only five times. Just about an 87% success rate for him now. And he extends his Grizzlies single-season record. So he has a walk, a single, and a steal. He's in scoring position. Nobody out last of the fourth. One nothing Grizzlies. 1-0 pitch. And Daniel takes outside ball two. Andrew lined down on a very hard hit ball to the warning track in right field in the second inning. Just did not get underneath it enough to send it out of here. But he homered Tuesday and Wednesday, the first two games of this now four-game homestand, which will extend with games five and six tomorrow and Sunday. Ahern into the stretch, looks to Dunstan at second. Set to the shoulders, and his 2-0 pitch. Daniel swings at a fastball, grounds it sharply foul. Third base side, 2-1. Tomorrow we'll be on the air again at 6.50 for the Budweiser pregame show. 7.05 will be our first pitch. Right at a rain like him, it will go for the Grizzlies. 3-4 and four with a 3.72 earned run average in game two of this series. And he'll face Rascals right-hander Keaton Bartlett in his sixth River City start. He is thus far 2-1 and one, and has posted a 4.32 earned run average in 2019. Ahern's 2-1 offering is instead of spinning a look back at second, but nobody was covering, and Dunstan can just waltz back to second base. Infield plays Daniel substantially to pull. Big hole on the right side with a second baseman swoop over toward the bag. Ahern looks that way a long time. The pitch is instead another spin and a look back to second. And still nothing. Is indeed quite boring. Tomorrow, fan theme night at the ballpark. Once uh, two and one pitch is a breaking ball strike, two and two. Then St. Louis Spirits night Sunday, a 6.05 first pitch. We'll be on the air on the Budweiser pregame show at 5.50 for that one. At each of the remaining two games in this series, also available for those of you listening on 5.9 to the fan. 
Then the Grizzlies off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Evansville to take on the Otters. Ahern sets, two and two pitch. Daniel swings at a curveball, lifts a drive, high and deep left field line, not going to go, but over for it. It lands in fair territory in front of the left fielder Anderson and hops up out of play for a ground rule double. Dunstan scores. Daniel has an RBI at his 16th two-bagger of the year. He's driven in now 31 this season, and it's a 2-0 gateway lead at the bottom of the fourth. In the end, that ball did not carry very far. Daniel got it a little bit off the end of his bat, kind of corked it down the left field line, and Anderson looked like he lost it in the lights as it was coming down. He sort of staggered to a stop and put his glove up near his head. And the ball bounced in front of him. A couple of feet inside the foul line. And it hopped up out of play. Here's a running batting Grizzlies DH, Wesley Jones. Right header Ahern ready, the pitch. Daniel runs for third, pitches up and in. Murphy's throw is late. Daniel kept his foot to the bag, and it's his fifth steal in six tries this year. Daniel got a massive jump off of Ahern, almost a walking lead. The Grizzlies have gone single, steal, RBI double, steal. So Dunstan at third, nobody out, 2 nothing gateway in the bottom of the fourth. Rascals infield in at Ahern's 1-0 pitch. Jones swings at a curveball, lifts a high drive, left center field. Anderson goes back to the track. He looks up, makes the catch, reaching out in front of the wall. But Daniel tags at third and can jog home to score. A second Grizzly sacrifice fly of the night. Jones fourth, gateway RBI, and it's 3-0 Grizzlies in the bottom of the fourth inning. Anderson didn't look too convincing on that fly ball either. He didn't seem like he had it in his sights the last few steps. So one out, bottom of the fourth. Now nobody on, and the Grizzlies have taken a 3-0 lead. Remember, Ian Kahalo on the mound for Gateway has yet to allow even a base runner. And here is the righty batting left fielder, Gunnar Buter, who singled and scored the first Grizzlies run, leading off the third. Pitch to him is a fastball that he pops foul right side out of play. Number nine batter, Zach Taylor on deck. Before the top of the order, Cotter Owings comes up again. Buter upright stance, passes the bat high off his right shoulder. Pitch to him. Here's a fastball that he takes just outside. Not well received by Murphy whatsoever. It's one ball and one strike. I think had Murphy framed that better, that probably would have been a strike. Look from here like it passed over the outer part of the plate. And Chris Beichman, uh, the home plate umpire, didn't give the call. One and one pitch. Buter swings and pops it up. Foul ground first base side. A long run in for Levy. Long run over for Murphy. Up against the Grizzlies dugout fence, and it drops. One ball, then two strikes. So after the Grizzlies are off Monday, then three at Evansville to finish out their 2019 road slate Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Back home next weekend, August 30th and 31st, and then September 1st, final three days before Labor Day to finish out 2019 against the Washington Wild Things. All kinds of good promotions coming up then, including an Abe Lincoln bobblehead giveaway next Saturday. What a two-pitch. Buter trying to check his swing on a slider down and outside, but offered at it for the second out. Fourth, Grizzly Ahern is fan. Two gone in the last of the fourth inning. With the gateway up 3-0 and nobody on. Zach Taylor coming to bat. He doubled his first time and was stranded eventually at third base in the third inning. And then, of course, Sunday, September 1st, greatest night in baseball. 
Presented by Dutch Hollow Supplies. 27 prizes for 27 outs. Going to be giving stuff away all night long. And then TP in the ballpark after the final out. Right-hander to right-hander. Ahern winds and delivers. Taylor swings at a fastball and fouls it off his front foot of the box. Tickets available for Brady's Night in Baseball or any remaining Grizzlies home game this year by heading to gatewaygrizzlies.com or calling 618-337-3000. Good crowd on hand tonight for the Friday night opener between these two clubs. Perhaps the final series they'll ever play against one another. A couple of crosstown rivals been going at it for a couple of decades now in the Frontier League. One strike pitch. Swinging a fly ball down the right field line. Slicing foul and out of play. No balls, two strikes. Rascals announced under their ownership group that they will not be back next season in the Frontier League. Still might be baseball out of Carcio Field and O'Fallon, but it might have to take a different form. Summer Collegiate Club, a possibility. But unlikely, Rascals will be back in the Frontier League. Two-strike pitch is driven out to right field. The back goes Este to his left on the track up against the wall. He leaps, and it is gone! Just over Estre's outstretched black glove. Zach Taylor has homered for the second time as a professional, the first time in Soje, and the Grizzlies go up 4-0 in the fourth inning. Two at-bats tonight for Zach Taylor, two extra base hits, 4-0 gateway, on three spot on the board in the bottom of the fourth inning. All Grizzlies home runs brought to you by Trost Plastics, family-owned vinyl fencing specialist serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics fence and deck specialists. Here's the lefty batter, Connor Owings, who is 0-for-1, a, a strikeout, a sack fly, and an RBI. Pitch to him is a fastball taken inside for a ball. No action yet in the Rascals' bullpen, who again came in a half game behind the Evansville Otters for the West Division lead. On our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, Evansville is at home in the bottom of the third, scoreless against the Florence Freedom, who are in third place a game and a half back of the West lead. 1-0 pinch. Owings takes just low for ball two. Southern Illinois leads 4-0 out of Washington in the seventh inning. Jolie had up 3-1 at Windy City in the third. Lake Erie leads 2-1 at home over Schaumburg in the seventh. So if Lake Erie holds on to that lead, the Crushers will essentially clinch the East Division. They'll go six games clear of Schaumburg. 2-0 pinch. Owings takes down the middle of strike. The Rascals with a win and an Otters loss would move into first place tonight. But with a loss and a Florence win over Evansville would move into a tie for second. Two and one pitch is lifted foul left side out of play, two and two. And although they have a bit of a lead, that would move them back within three and a half games of Southern Illinois on their heels for the wild card spot. So the Rascals would rather not get any closer to the minors than they have to. And Southern has a 4-0 lead at Washington to the 7th. But it's 4-0 Grizzlies here. Nobody on, two men out, last to the 4th. Two balls, two strikes on Owings. Ayern has his sign. The wind-up of the pitch. Owings checks his swing on a cutter inside, three balls, two strikes. That was a catchable ball for SJ. I wouldn't go as far as to say it should have been caught, but a taller or more athletic right fielder probably makes that play because it did not clear the right field fence in the corner by more than a couple of feet. That's the grizziest of Grizz bombs this year. Payoff pitch, and Owings swings, drives one center field. That sends Kalawaya back in front of the track. Has room, makes the over-the-shoulder catch. 
to retire the side. Owings has smoked a couple of balls into center field. Last time it was a sack fly. This time he hit it even farther, but gets just a line out for his troubles. Grizzlies score three runs on three hits. Nobody left on base. We head to the fifth. Now Gateway four and River City nothing on the Grizzlies media network. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway four, River City nothing through four innings. Grizzlies scored one in the third and three in the bottom of the fourth. We head down to the top half of the fifth inning. Well, the Rascals have their four, five, and six batters. Cameron Estee, LJ Kalawaya, and Tanner Murphy scheduled against Gateway right-hander Ian Kahaloa, who delivers way outside for ball one to the lefty batter Estee. That's the 64th pitch of the ball game already for Kahaloa. That's the negative. The positive, though, and it's more significant, is that he is not allowed a base runner yet. 12 up and 12 down. He struck out eight River City hitters, two exactly in each inning. The pitch. Este swings and grounds it to second. Daniel goes to his left, loves it in short right, flips to Lowry at first for the out. Now, that's exactly what Kahaloa needs if he wants to get very deep in this game, especially if he still has not allowed anybody to reach base. 62 pitches now, and he needs quick outs. That is the first time he has not struck out the leadoff man in an inning for River City. Here's a lefty batter, LJ Kalawaya. So talked about Kalawaya, an all-star last year on Joliet's 2018 Frontier League Championship team, hitting under 180 through his first 38 games with the Slammers. Righty to lefty, the windup of the pitch. Kalawaya takes a curve that just leaks off the outside ball one. He's been hitting over 300 since he joined the Rascals. This is game number 36 in a River City uniform, so just about as many as with the Slammers now. He swings on a fastball and fists it foul to the top of the screen. One ball, one strike. Things have sort of met in the middle. He's hitting 245 for the year, a homer and 22 knocked in. Bases empty, one out, 4 nothing Grizzlies. Top of the fifth. Kahalo appears over his glove for Taylor's sign. He has it, kicks and let's fly. Kalawaya takes a fastball just below the knees. Two balls and a strike. Grizzlies scored on a Buner single, a Taylor double, and an Owing sack fly in the third. Then a Dunstan single, a Daniel RBI double. 
a Jones sack fly, pitch outside three and one, and a Taylor solo home run in the fourth that we've estimated in the press box as a 309-footer. It's 301 down the right field line here, and he snuck it just inside the corner over the four-foot fence by no more than a couple of feet, just grazed Estes' outstretched glove. Three and one pitch. Swing and a miss by Kalawai, and it's full. Kahaloa did go to a couple of full counts in the first inning. Three balls, two strikes now on Kalawai. So anyway, it's 4-0 Grizzlies in the fifth. One out, nobody out. That's how we got here. The line of the payoff. Kalawai swings at a fastball and lifts it down the left side. Foul, slicing out of play. But these are the kind of longer plate appearances. Kahaloa has found himself fighting. And as a result, he is at 68 pitches, 40 strikes. Payoff again. Kalawaya takes a fastball, strike three, call. Nine Ks for Kahaloa. Fastball over the inner third, and Kalawaya could not pull the trigger. Two got of the fifth inning. All nine strikeouts for Kahaloa, the last three of which have been looking, four out of the nine in total. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Play it safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 811. It's smart. It's free. It's the law. Kahaloa has never struck out more than 11 in a professional appearance. Here's the righty batting catcher, Tanner Murphy. Pitch to him. Here's a curve that drops in for a strike. Nobody on, two out, 4 nothing. Grizzlies, top of the fifth. One strike pitch. Murphy takes a breaking ball, though. One and one. Fly to right his first time. Shallow right to Dustin Woodcock, and that's the uh, deepest hit ball of the game. Three ground outs and a fly out to short right. Nobody has even hit a ball medium deep in the outfield. Now the one and one pitch. Murphy swings and misses at a fastball, one and two. Kahaloa's 11 strikeout performance came a couple of starts ago, his last outing in this ballpark against Windy City. And he has given these fans a treat tonight. Two outs, somebody on, one ball and two strikes. Kahaloa trying to make it 15 up, 15 down, setting on nine Ks. Here's the pitch. Murphy swings and misses at a fastball, strike three. Five innings, nobody on. 15 up, 15 down, 10 strikeouts for Kahaloa, who has still punched out two an inning. All brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. We're halfway home, heading to the bottom of the fifth. Four-nothing Grizzlies, back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. 
So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway 4, River City nothing as we head to the last of the fifth inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soche. Nate Catter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. So glad to be a part of your Friday evening. Gateway has the two, three, and four batters in its order. Brent Sakurai, Dustin Woodcock, and Luke Lowry scheduled for the home fifth against Rascals right-hander Taylor Ahern. Sakurai flying to left in the first inning, grounded out to short on an impressive play in the hole by Andrew Petter in the third. The wide on Ahern's first delivery. Sakurai swings and misses at a fastball over the inside. No balls and a strike. Sakurai's fellow Hawaiian, Ian Kahalo, on the mound for the Grizzlies has been the story tonight despite another strong offensive performance so far for Gateway. The Grizzlies offense all of a sudden clicking these uh, the last few innings yesterday and the first handful tonight. One strike pitch. Sakurai swings at a high fastball, lifts a soft line drive at a shallow right, and drops a base hit in front of Cameron Aste. Leadoff single for Sakurai. And the Grizzlies are in business again at the bottom of the fifth. They scored in the seventh last night, again in the eighth, and two in the ninth. Four so far tonight. So of the last seven innings, the Grizzlies have eight runs. And they're up 4 nothing as we play in the last of the fifth with Dustin Woodcock, last night's hero, two-run walk-off homer with two down at the bottom of the ninth. He has struck out and walked so far, but he's coming up now for a third chance. Lefty batter against the right-hander, Ahern, who works out of the stretch for the third base out of the rubber, sets just under his chin. A peek at first, and the pitch. Woodcock swings and misses at a fastball, nothing at one. Anyway, the story has been Kahaloa, Sakurai's fellow Hawaiian, who has retired all 15 rascals he's faced. Five innings, nobody on base, 10 strikeouts. 10. One off his career high in five innings. Now his pitch count is up in the 70s. One strike pitch to Woodcock after a long hold on the way. Dustin takes a change up low, one ball and one strike. So we'll see how long Kahaloa can go tonight. His career high in strikeouts, as mentioned, 11, but it might be his career high 105 pitches that's of more relevance. He did that back on June the 6th against Southern Illinois. One ball, one strike. Ahern takes a breath. And fires. Sakurai runs. Woodcock swings and misses at a high fastball. Murphy's throw off line. Sakurai slides insane. 22nd steal of the year for Brent Sakurai on 32 attempts. And he's in a scoring position with nobody out. Grizzlies try to build on their 4-0 lead in the home half of the fifth. Talking to Woodcock at the clubhouse before the game today. Asked him about that uh, walk-off home run because, remember, Sean Dunson Jr. had tied the game leading off the bottom of the eighth with a first-pitch homer against Boomer's closer, Connor Eller, and Woodcock did the same with two outs in the ninth. Homer off the uh, first pitch out of right center field to win the game for Gameway. Ahern looks to second, and the 1-2 and two delivery to Woodcock now on the way. He swings and misses over a slider down and in and strikes out. That is five Ks for Ahern, one got of the fifth, and Luke Lowry will bat. And I said, you know, was that a planned approach? Were you guys thinking, well, Eller is really good ahead of the count, and he doesn't have an overpowering fastball, especially by the standards of an elite frontier league closer, so perhaps our best bet will be to look for a fastball first pitch and, and try to hit it hard. And he said, no, not really. Uh, nobody had really talked about it. 
Right-hander against right-hander. The pitch to Lowry is a curve taken low for a ball. But that his approach always is to look location of the first pitch, and he got one down the middle, a little bit out over the plate where he could extend his hands, extend his arms, and uh, that's exactly what he wanted to do to hit the ball powerfully to right field. In the end, it was to right center where he hasn't gone with a lot of his home runs. That was almost dead center field. The pitch. Lowry swings and ticks one foul. And the count is one ball and one strike of the Grizzlies' first baseman tonight. Dustin has hit one or two to the opposite field, but mostly he's been a pull side home run hitter. And so somewhat one-dimensional offensively, but the last couple of games he was hitting singles, including a few to the opposite field, and then the home run almost a dead center, just to the right of center field, out near the flagpole. Well, that American flag is blowing out to right at the moment. Ahern's one and one offering to Lowry after a long hold and a look at second. Now on the way, Lowry takes a slider down at outside ball two. Grizzlies four, Rascals nothing. One out in the bottom of the fifth inning. Sakurai at second base after a leadoff single to right field. Out of stolen base. Ahern dangles the ball in his right arm. He has the circle changeup grip before he puts the ball into his glove so that he doesn't have to find it if that's the pitch that he's going to throw. The pitch. Lowry swings and fists a line drive toward the middle. Sakurai retreated to second, so he can move up only to third. But it's a base hit for Lowry, who is now one for three. And there are Grizzlies on the corners with one out for Sean Dunstan Jr., who has not only been swinging a pretty good bat tonight with a walk, a single, a steal, and a run scored, but on top of that, is also a very difficult player to double up with his excellent speed. Rascals manager Steve Brook calls time. He goes out of the mound for a visit. Now he handles all the mound visits for the Rascals. So this is not indicative of a pitching change. The other indication of that would be that there's nobody up. That has not been anybody up so far tonight in the Rascals bullpen. Gives us a chance to go to our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard where we have a couple of score changes. Most notably, Florence has taken a one to nothing lead in Evansville in the top of the fourth inning. So as things stand, if these scores all held, now that's a precarious lead for the Freedom. But if everything held, Evansville would remain in first place a half game ahead of a second place tie between River City and Florence. And Southern Illinois up 4-0 in the seventh in Washington would close within or uh, remain within three and a half games of the Frontier League wild card and close within four games of Evansville for the division. Those are the four teams of the West still in playoff contention. Lake Erie still leads 2-1 of the eighth over Schaumburg. And if the Crushers wins that, win that game, they uh, will essentially eliminate Schaumburg just about clinch the East division. Those are the only two teams on the other side still in play. Meeting over, here's the pitch. Dunstan takes a changeup strike. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybuzz.com. Sakurai at third, Lowry at first, one out last of the fifth. Grizzlies four, Rascals nothing. Middle infielders are in part way, but still look like they're hedging their bats and holding open the possibility of a twin killing. Lowry runs, Dunstan takes low, and there is no throw. Luke has his 13th steal on 15 attempts this year. And that's just another layer of the excellent month he's hitting. He's uh, putting together, hitting almost 370 with an OPS over 1,100 the last month. Well, he's also added nine steals that has not been caught. So now the infield comes all the way in, all the way around. Sack at third, Lowry out to a 30 or 35-foot lead at second. One and one pitch. Dunstan swings and grounds it toward first, but foul, one ball and two strikes. Lowry might have been at 40 or 45 feet by the time that pitch was released. He's leading about halfway from second to third, and he can do that because the infield is all the way in. So there's nobody behind him on the infield, and he's essentially going all the way to the left hip of Andrew Pett of the Rascal shortstop. 
Otherwise, the uh, notice the hip closer to second base so that Luke feels confident he could win the race back to second. Second, third, Lowry at second, one out. 4 nothing Grizzlies, bottle to fifth. One ball, two strikes on Dunstan, the lefty batter. He settles back into his open stance, back of the box, better than ease. White batting gloves, chokes up at the black handle of his bat. A couple of fingers off the knob, flexes it over his left shoulder. Ahern into the stretch. And the pitch. Sean swings and lines one fouled off the right side. Hard hit. But at the end, well fouled. And even after the visit from Steve Brook, even with Ahern struggling the way he is, and now up to 80 pitches. Still nobody throwing the Rascals' pen. Gateway will take it. Trying to build on a 4-0 lead. Two in scoring position, one out. One ball, two strikes on Dunstan. Still the count. Ahern ready again. And he brings it home. Sean takes a changeup that floats outside. Good take by Dunstan. Two balls, two strikes. Andrew Daniel will be next for the Grizzlies. Wesley Jones in the hole. Ahern's two and two pitch. Dunstan swings and grounds it foul off the first base side again. He's out in front of those breaking balls down toward his feet, but still has stayed alive. Next pitch to Dunstan will be the seventh of his plate appearance. Outfield plays him straight away and rather deep still, even with second and third one out. Still two balls, two strikes. Ahern throws. Dunstan swings and misses. He chased a fastball off the outside and strikes out. That is six Ks for Ahern. Two gone in the home half of the fifth inning. And a big at bat coming now for Andrew Daniel. With sack at third, Lowry at second. A couple of singles in the inning, but two down, and the Grizzlies in danger of squandering it. They've scored in each of the last two frames. One run in the third, three runs in the fourth. Now a chance, but with two outs in the fifth. Daniel is lined out to the track and right and doubled the drive at a run, solo to base and scored. Good night for him so far. Right header to right header. Here's the pitch. Andrew takes a curve that stays high, ball one. The line drive went out to right. The fly ball, which was not hit nearly as hard, got it off the end of his bat a little bit, overextended, was down the left field line. How about a gap, one or the other this time? Ahern takes a deep breath, brings his hands up to set of the shoulders. That is one offering down the way. Daniel takes another breaking ball up high. Two balls, no strikes. Wesley Jones is on deck. Had a decent game of the plate so far and is sitting on the longest active Grizzlies hitting streak at eight games. Infield is now deep, of course, with two outs for the Rascals. Gateway up 4-0 in the fifth. Second and third, two down. And two balls, no strikes on Daniel. Ahern delivers. Daniel takes a fastball just high. That was very close at its three balls, no strikes. Looked pretty good right around the belt, but just a bit high. And it's 3-0. We'll see now if Daniel has the green light. He's a veteran, 26-year-old. Spent time with three different teams at AA. Why not give him the green light? 3-0 pitch. He takes a strike over the outside. We won't know if he had it because that was a good pitch. Well located, not right down the middle whatsoever. Daniel certainly will have the go-ahead at three balls and a strike. Ahern dangles the ball in his right arm. Tucks his red glove against the left side of his chest. Hands together as he sets. Now the pitch. Daniel swings and fouls it back. 
So the count is full. Three balls and two strikes on Daniel. Homer Tuesday and Wednesday. Yesterday had an RBI single. Tonight so far an RBI double. Couple of ducks on the pond for him in scoring position right now. Three balls, two strikes to count. Ahern ready in the payoff. Daniel swings and left a high fly ball, but into shallow center. Kalawaya creeps in slowly, then over to his left. He's there, makes the two-hand catch, and the inning is over. Couple of hits for the Grizzlies, but they strand two in scoring position. We head to the sixth, gateway four, and River City nothing. Still our score on the Grizzlies media network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway four, River City nothing as we head to the top of the sixth inning. Rascals lefty batting first baseman Zach Levy, former Grizzly. First to face gateway right header Ian Cajalo in the sixth. Wide of the pitch. Levy swings and drives one right center field. That is way back, and it is gone. Way out of here, the first Rascals base runner will simply circle them in between pitches. Solo homer Zach Levy, his club best 14th home run of the year, and it comes back against its former club in Sojay. Grizzlies still lead it 4-1 in the top of the sixth, but Kahaloa's perfect game bid is no more. 15 up, 15 down with 10 strikeouts. Through five innings, first pitch fastball down around Levy's knees. To start the bottom, or uh, rather top of the sixth. And Levy cranked it out to right center field. That was a 400-plus footer, no doubt. So here's the righty batter, Anderson, who grounded to third base his first time. Pitch on the way. Anderson shows bunt, pulls back, takes a curve inside for a ball. I wonder if that thought was similar to the Grizzlies getting on the first pitch against Connor Eller, Boomer's closer yesterday. What a pitch. Anderson swings and misses a ball that a strike to count. If uh, you have a pitcher dominating and getting in such a rhythm the way he is, maybe expect him to just come out and feel so dominant he's going to throw a fastball, try to get ahead, and be ready to jump on that first pitch. And Levy went down and got it. That was not a bad pitch. One and one pitch. 
Anderson swings at a curve, grounds it toward third, pass the dive of Owings and down the line into the left field corner. Anderson rounds first, he sprints to second, has good speed to coast in there easily. And it's a double for Anderson, his 10th in 43 Rascals games. So it's a homer and a double. Five innings, nobody reached for the Rascals, but a back-to-back extra base hits to start the bottom of the, or uh, top of the sixth, and it's a 4-1 Grizzlies lead, but just like that, the potential tying run is in the on-deck circle, and the Grizzlies' bullpen is starting to stretch out in earnest. It looks like a yoga class just broke out down the right field line. Jeff Bramblin is doing a downward-facing dog. Jason Seaver is stretching out of the, using the bench. Patrick Boyle is doing some kind of up-down thing with his arms. They're all getting loose. Corners come in against the righty batter Alvin Swoop, who struck out his first time and is just two of 17 to start his Rascals tenure. Gateway is understandably expecting him to bunt, even with the Rascals down three of the six. Seabrook likes to bunt. Swoop shows it early. Kahaloa spins and looks to second to get Anderson back. So this next pitch will be Ian's first of the night from the stretch. He threw uh, the first pitch of this ball game over an hour and a half ago. It's been an hour and 32 minutes, and this is the first time he's gone out of the stretch. Sets to the belt and brings it. Swoop shows bunt, pulls back, takes high. One ball, though, strikes the count. Grizzlies going to their common bunt defense in this situation. First baseman Lowry will charge hard. Second baseman Daniel will circle in behind him. Third baseman Owings will try to stay home to set up a potential out there. Swoop shows bunt, 1-0 pitch. He pulls back, takes low, 2-0. Outfield is very, very shallow and straight away. The shortstop, Sakurai, is bouncing in behind the runner, Nick Anderson. Be ready if Swoop bunts and misses for Taylor to throw behind Anderson down at second. If he gets too far off the bag. Kahaloa ready, and the 2-0 pitch. Swoop shows bunt, drops it on the third base side. Owings comes in to glove it. He throws it to second baseman Daniel, covering it first for the out. Sacrifice successful. Anderson to third, 5-4. The sacrifice goes in the official scorebook. And there's one down in the bottom of the six for the Rascals' leadoff man, Andrew Penner. Trying to uh, use this inning to cut the gateway lead in half. 4-1 Grizzlies now run already across for the Rascals in this inning. And Anderson to third. Petter has struck out swinging and looking. In the first and fourth innings, he'll get a third chance against Kahaloa, who has pitched excellently no matter what. Pitch to Petter. It's a fastball swung on a ticked foul. He'll want to finish this sixth inning, set himself up for a quality start, still in line for the win, and then probably turn it over to the Grizzlies' bullpen. He's now up to 81 pitches. Petter takes high and tight, one and one. Kahaloa goes right back to the windup now with Anderson, the only runner at third base. So Ian still has thrown only three pitches out of the stretch all night. Here's his one and one delivery. Petter swings and drives one center field and deep. Dunstan goes back. He's still going toward the track. Comes to a stop. Back pedaling. Makes the catch. And Anderson can tag and jog it to score. It's a sacrifice fly to deep center field off the bat of Andrew Petter. And the Grizzlies lead is down to four to two. But Kahaloa still has cleared the bases with two outs and has cleared the way to a quality start in retaining this lead into the seventh inning when likely the bullpen will take over for him. RBI for Petter, his 43rd. Anderson comes in and scores. And here's the lefty batter, Nolan Meadows, who has tried to grab it out to first. Now, Kahaloa is still only at 83 pitches. He could conceivably come out for the seventh. Right-hander against left-hander. Ian winds and lets fly. Meadows takes a change-up strike. But I would be surprised at this point if he comes out for the seventh inning. Grizzlies 
Bullpen is relatively rested. Grant Black threw 11 pitches last night. Jeff Brandlett, seven. In the eighth and ninth innings, the only two needed out of the bullpen. One strike pitch. Meadows bounces it toward first, but foul, 0-2. Now the game before that, Chris Carden went only four innings. Grizzlies bullpen had to throw five. Jason Seaver and Dakota Smith threw two apiece. So it might be Patrick Boyle first, then Black and Bramblett. 4-2 Grizzlies, two outs, nobody on, sixth inning. Kahaloa trying to tie a career high in strikeouts. Here's his 0-2 pitch. Popped up behind the mound. Shortstop Sakurai ended to his left in front of second base, makes the catch, and the inning is over. So Kahaloa, who had two strikeouts apiece of the first five innings, goes without fanning a rascal in this frame. But nonetheless, gets the Grizzlies to the bottom of the sixth, still with their lead intact. A couple of runs on a pair of hits for the Rascals. We have the bottom of the sixth. It's a 4-2 gateway lead now on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. River City, too, as we head to the last of the six. Right at her, Taylor Ahern winds and delivers to righty batter Wesley Jones, who takes low for a ball. Grizzlies have Jones, then Gutter Buter and Zach Taylor to bat against the Rascal starter, who's working into another inning, and the end has delivered an okay start. He's done it with a lot of runners on these last few frames. The pitch. Jones swings and grounds one sharply to short, but right at Petter, gloves it off a couple of hops next to his left knee, collects his feet, shuffles and throws, and Jones is out by two steps. So Jones now for two, didn't have a sack fly at RBI in the fourth. And here's Gunnar Buhner with one out of nobody on. Grizzlies up four to two. They've out hit River City seven to two. Roddy Batter Buhner has singled and struck out. He has a run scored tonight on a one for two performance. Right hander Ahern out of the windup. The kick and the pitch. Cutter takes, standing in for a ball. Some fans trying to start the uh, wave at GCS Credit Union Ballpark tonight. There's a good crowd. 
for Isaac Bruce Knight. Well, he gave away a bobblehead in the ballpark of a former, the uh, former Rams legend. Auto pitch, swing at a line drive, smash towards second, but a leaping catch by Alvin Swoo. He went way up and reached above his head to stare at the backhand, and Buter robbed of at least a single, perhaps extra bases headed toward right center. Certainly would have been his second hit of the game. Now there are two down now for gateway catcher Zach Taylor, who is two for two with a double and a solo home run so far tonight. Taylor doubled in the third and had his solo homer to the opposite field down the right field line of the fourth. Just got out of here. Righty to righty, here's the pitch. Zach takes a slider outside ball one. It was his second professional home run. His first came in Florence last month. So his first one here in Sojay, where the Grizzlies lead four to two, two down last of the sixth. Top of the order, Connor Owings on deck. If Taylor could extend this hitting, the pitch. Zach swings and grounds it toward third, scooped up by Martinez. He gathers and throws across the diamond for a one, two, three. Bottom of the sixth inning. First one, two, three frame for Ahern since the first. We head to the seventh inning now. And it looks like Ian Kahaloa is coming back out. Nobody was throwing in the Grizzlies' bullpen. 4-2 gateway after six on the Grizzlies' media network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Six innings gone, a 4-2 Grizzlies lead, although the Rascals score their first two runs on their first two base runners in the top of the six, and the Grizzlies won one, two, three in the home half for the first time since the first inning, so perhaps the pressure on now in the top of the seventh. Grizzlies right-hander Ian Kahaloa went through five perfect innings, struck out ten. Got a lot of couple of runs on a homer and a double and a sack fly in the sixth. Right-hander to right-hander, he deals to Braxton Martinez, who takes a curve that just backed up inside for a ball, and that's 96 pitches for Ian tonight. Left-hander Jason Seaver is throwing in the Grizzlies' bullpen. After Martinez, two lefties in a row and three of the next four to bat for River City. Swing out a miss on a fastball up and in. One ball, one strike on Martinez, who has struck out twice, swinging and looking, the second and eighth of Kahaloa's 10 tonight. A one-and-one one pitch. Martinez takes eyeball two. 
So perhaps this is just one more batter for Kahaloa, looking for that 11 strikeout. But it's the three, four, and five batters here for the Rascals, Martinez, Este, and Kalawaya. Martinez, the likely MVP in the league, two and one pitch. Fastball low, three balls and a strike. So pitch 100 coming up now for, Cal uh, for Kahaloa. Nobody out, nobody out, top of the seventh, three and one pitch. Taken at the knees, strike two. And Kahaloa thought that was strike three. He was walking around the mound and smiles in and pats his chest towards Zach Taylor's, and my bad. Three balls, two strikes now. Gateway up four to two in the seventh. But with three, four, and five coming up in this dangerous rascal's order, this is crunch time for the Grizzlies. Pressure on for Kahaloa. Shakes off a sign. Now his payoff to Martinez. Fast ball, swung on a miss, strike three. 11 strikeouts for Ian Kahaloa. That matches his career high. And he's fanned Martinez, the league's leader in OPS, three times tonight. Last two home starts in a row for Kahaloa. Set and now matched a career high, 11 strikeouts at each. One out, top of the seventh. All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Playing safe this season, call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 8-1-1. It's smart, it's free, it's the law. Time called very late because the plate umpire, Chris Dykeman, didn't see Grizzlies manager Phil Warren coming out of the first base dugout. He, in on his, he is on his way, though, now to go get Kahaloa, it would appear. And to bring in Jason Seaver. Left-hander out of the Grizzlies bullpen to face the lefties, Este and Kalawaya next. Then another lefty, Zach Levy, do up fourth from now. A nice hand for Kahaloa. Well-deserved. Six out of third innings. Two runs on two hits. And he matches a career high with 11 strikeouts. He did not walk a batter. One out, nobody on top of the seventh. Gateway four, River City two. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-SERVPRO and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-SERVPRO or visiting ServPro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Dunson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. 4-2 Gateway. One out, nobody out at the top of the seventh. And Ian Kahalo is finished after six of the third innings. Two runs both earned on two hits. He struck out 11 without a walk. He threw 92 pitches, 57 were strikes. And he gives way to the 5'11", 190-pound 
24-year-old left-hander Jason Seaver from Hayward, California. One and one with a 2.34 earned run average. It's his 42nd appearance of the year, all out of the gateway bullpen. Over 46 innings, he struck out 48, walked only 14, and the league is hitting just 214 against him. Lefty batting rascal Slita man Cameron Este, the first to face him. One out over to Yontau with the seventh. Wind of the pitch. Este takes just slow. No, a called strike, and Este didn't like it at all. He steps out of the back of the box to look at and have words with our home plate umpire, Chris Dykeman. Number five batter LJ Kalawai on deck, the only other rascal guaranteed to hit in this inning. Este checks his swing on a breaking ball down and away. One ball and one strike to count. Grizzlies four, Rascals two, top of the seventh inning. Gateway scored in the third, three more in the fourth. Rascals got two in the sixth. Now the one and one offering in the way. Este swings and misses at a curve. Slow pitch that had Este out in front, and it might have ended up off the outside anyway. One ball, two strikes. Seaver out of the University of Arizona, second-year pro, first-year Grizzly, last year in the Pacific Association. What a two-pitch. Este swings at a curve, drives it right field. Back goes Woodcock to the track. It's dying in front of the wall. He reaches up and makes the catch. Off the bat, that sounded and looked like it might have the legs. But in the end, Este got it a little bit too much off the end of the bat. Woodcock did not give up on it and made the grab just in front of the wall. So two down to the seventh, and L.J. Kalawai will bat. He has struck out twice. Jason Seaver escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms. If you're looking for a fun collaborative activity with family, friends, or colleagues, head to Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville and embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game. Pitch of the way. And it nearly hit Kalawai. Did it? No. Just missed clipping him. A curveball that sent him bailing out. What an oh. Embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. Seaver deals. Kalawaya takes just high 2-0. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. Nobody on, two men out. Grizzlies four, Rascals two as we play in the top of the seventh. Two balls, no strikes on Kalawaya. Seaver takes a breath. Rocker step, the kick out of the pitch. Kalawaya takes a fastball strike over the outer third of the knees. Outfield plays Kalawaya quite shallow, especially for a guy who has a home run and nine doubles in his 35 games since joining the Rascals. That's decent pop. Two and one delivery. He swings and misses wildly to curveball off the outside. Two balls, two strikes. Tanner Murphy on deck at the inning continues. Rascals light hitting catcher. Two and two pitch. Kalawaya takes a curve down and outside, and the count is full. Three balls and two strikes. Certainly, Grizzlies pitchers have not been the most efficient uh, you would uh, possibly imagine. Only 57 of Kahaloa's 92 pitches were strikes, which is not a bad number, but not as good as you expect for a guy six and a third innings with 11 Ks, no walks. Payoff pitch now. Kalawaya is hit in the middle of the back by a fastball. Might have gotten him down around the lower back, right around the back of the belt. If there were a belt buckle on his back, it would have gotten him pretty much right there. And that didn't feel good, right on the tailbone. So a two-out hit batsman. That is the first free base surrendered by Grizzlies pitching tonight. And a rare Seaver hit by pitch. Puts Kalawai on base and brings up Murphy, who although he doesn't hit for a lot of average, just 229 coming in on his 0 for 2 tonight, he has six home runs this year, and he represents the potential tying run. So Seaver goes to the stretch for the first time on the third base side of the rubber as Dakota Smith, Grizzlies righty reliever, gets up and starts to throw in the bullpen. Seaver sets up around the shoulders against the righty batter Murphy. Here's the pitch. 
That is a curve that floats high and outside for a ball. Another lefty batter, Zach Levy, on deck, so Seaver likely would stay to face him. Time called for Grizzlies pitching coach James Frisbee to head out to the mound. But then three right-handed batters in a row, Anderson, Swoop, and Penner, scheduled after that for the Rascals. I would think Smith would be used against them. And if it turns out those guys are coming up to bat of the eighth, it would probably be Grant Black, Grizzlies setup man, who would be loose hitting up and then entering. He has been stretching out. Meanwhile, former Grizzly reliever Tanner Cable, who was with Gateway in 2017, has been up at the River City bullpen. Adorowski Trailways out of town scoreboard. Scores have largely remained stagnant. One other Florence still the lead in Evansville, fifth inning. Lake Erie leads 2-1 at home in the ninth over Schaumburg. Again, if the Crushers win that game, they have pretty much clinched the East Division, not mathematically, but almost. And I believe they would need one more win in the remaining two this weekend to get Schaumburg to mathematically and officially clinch it. Frisbee back to the first base dugout. Everybody ready again. Seavers 1-0 pitches instead of throw to first. And Kalawaya dives back ahead of any play. With Grizzlies first baseman Luke Lowry holding him on. Joliet leads 4-1 at the sixth inning at Windy City. Southern Illinois up 5-0 in the eighth inning at Washington. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. Throw to first again. Kalawaya back standing. It gets away from Lowry into the Grizzlies bullpen. Kalawaya heads to second, and he stops there. So an error charged to the pitcher, Jason Seaver. And it sends Kalawai into scoring position at second. Two strikes were on him. But Seaver has hit him with a pinch and then made a throwing error on a, on a pickoff move. And now I wonder if this might be Seaver's last batter, even with a right-hander Smith warming and the lefty batter Levy do up next. Because Seaver looks like it's getting away from him just a bit. One ball, no strike, still on Murphy. It was flied out and struck out. Jason sets on the 1-0 pitch. Change up, taken for a strike. Good one over the outer third. That was located very well. Outfield is shallow. Right fielder Woodcock has a particularly strong arm. It would be difficult for Kalawai to score against him on a base hit right to Woodcock. 1-1 pitch. Murphy takes a fastball just off the inner edge. Two balls and a strike. That didn't miss by much. Did look from here to be inside. But Jason Seaver was frustrated nonetheless not to get that call. Zach Levy homered his last time, the first base runner for the Rascals. It was leading off the sixth inning against Ian Kahaloa, who had worked five perfect innings with 10 Ks. A look to second. Seaver's 2-1 pitch. Murphy swings, pops it up. Might be playable. Third base side, foul ground. Owings in it to his right. Makes the call in front of the Rascals' dugout and makes the one-hand catch above his cap to end the inning. So Seaver escapes. A hit batsman and an error. Don't hurt the Grizzlies. Rascals strand Kalawaya at second base. We head to the bottom of the seventh inning. Time to stretch for 4,126 in Sojay. Gateway for River City 2 on the Grizzlies Media Network. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. 
The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, where we head to the bottom of the seventh inning with the Grizzlies ahead of their crosstown rival River City Rascals 4-2. Gateway trying to make it back-to-back wins on this homestand after a walk-off 5-3 victory over Schaumburg yesterday and try to snap the Rascals' four-game winning streak that they bring into tonight's series opener. 7.05 again tomorrow, 6.05 Sunday, 15 minutes prior to the Budweiser pregame show for each game of the Grizzlies Media Network and on 590 The Fan for those remaining two games and next weekend we'll be back with the Grizzlies finish out 2019 against Washington. Rascals have made a pitching change. It's the former Grizzly, 6'5", 225-pound, 25-year-old right-hander Tanner Cable from South Haven, Mississippi. He's 1-4 this year with the Rascals, 4.8 run average, 24th appearance, 22nd out of the bullpen. 33 and two-thirds innings. He's K-45, walked 17, league getting 266 against him. Right-hander works out of the stretch, first base out of the rubber. Deals to the lefty batter, Cotter Owings, who takes way outside ball one. Owings will be followed by Brent Sakurai and Dustin Woodcock, the top three hitters in the Grizzlies' order. Try to build on a 4-2 lead in the last of the seventh. Cable comes out of the shoulders and deals. It's down and outside, 2-0. Taylor Ahern went six innings, four runs all earned on seven hits. Struck out six and walked two. He threw 95 pitches, 61 were strikes. The pitch. Owings takes low. Three balls, no strikes. By the way, Grant Black or uh, Dakota Smith has taken a seat of the Grizzlies bullpen, and Grant Black is now up. Gateway setoff man likely will have the top of the eighth. Now that it would be Jeff Bramlett in all likelihood of the ninth if the score stays somewhere around where it is. Owings takes down the middle. A belt high strike, three and one. Connor is struck out and twice lined out to center. Once a sack fly in the third with an RBI. So he's officially 0 for 2, but has hit the ball hard last two times at the plate. Big hole up the middle for him. Three and one pitch. Cotter swings and golfs it foul. Left side out of play. Three balls, two strikes to count. Brent Sakurai on deck. Dustin Woodcock to follow. Grizzlies have out hit the Rascals 7-2. Made the game's only error. Gateway leads 4-2. Four men stranded. River City has left one. Cable's payoff. Owings takes. Very high. Ball four. That was Cable's issue back when he was a Grizzly. Certainly, he walked... As many as he struck out, about a strikeout at a walk per inning. He cut down on those last year, and it was an important part of the Evansville Otters bullpen down the stretch and then into the postseason last year. And this season has cut down considerably on the walks. He's kept that uh, 
that better ratio. He's striking about uh, striking out more than two and a half batters for every walk. Deals now with the righty batter Brent Sakurai, who is one for three with a steal. He shows bunt, pulls back, takes low. Fly to left to ground out to shorten a single for Brent tonight. But Cable has been hit much harder than he was in past years. With the Grizzlies, hitters had just a 198 average against him in the league. 1-0 pitch. Sack shows butt again, pushes it toward first. Off one hop, fielded in fair territory by Levy, who throws to second. They got him. What a play by Zach Levy. Wow. It was a hard bunt off a hop, but pretty well located along the line. Levy just grabbed it, spun, and threw almost blindly to second base where Penner was covering. It was right on the money, and he got Owings. So it's a fielder's choice. Three to six on the putout, one away in the seventh. Sakurai reaches it first, but gets an 0 for 1. Out here is Dustin Woodcock, lefty batting rookie outfielder. Right-hander to left-hander. Cable sets and deals. Woodcock takes a fastball to the knees for a strike. Dustin has struck out, walked, and struck out again. So Cable's batting average against went from 198 that year to 266 this year, and that's why his earned run average is higher, actually. Pitch outside, 1-1. One one. He has improved his strikeout-to-walk ratio by about 250% since he was a Grizzly, yet his earned run average has gone up almost a full run, 3.91 to 4.81. His one-and-one delivery to Woodcock on the way. Dustin takes low, two balls and a strike. 4-2 Grizzlies, sack at first, one out, last of the seventh. So wonder, and it shows you how little Cable was hit back in 2017. Woodcock swings and misses at a bell-time fastball, 2-2. Two and two. It's a wonder that his earned run average was under four. Not many guys can walk a batter per inning and keep an ERA in the threes. And he was a rookie that year. At the time, only 23 years old, it was a little bit of a surprise when the Grizzlies didn't bring him back. Two and two pitch to Woodcock is now on the way. Swing and a line drive, center field. That is down, a base hit in front of L.J. Kalawaya. Sakurai scoots up to second. A base hit for Woodcock, who's reached twice, and there are two Grizzlies on with one out for the cleanup man, Luke Lowry now. Gateway trying to extend this two-run advantage in the home half of the seventh inning. Lucas fly to right, all the way to the track, back in the second. Struck out in the third, singled and stole the bag his last time of the fifth. Right-hander against right-hander. Luke generally does not mind at all hitting against high-velocity right-handed pitchers. Cable deals. Lowry swings and misses a big cut of the letter-high fastball, nothing at one. Luke has the last couple of games all of a sudden looked like he's expanding the zone a little bit. And that was an issue for him early on in this season, much less so the last month when he's been on an absolute tear. Cable from the shoulders, looks to second, and the one-strike pitch. Lowry takes a curve, strike two. Second baseman swoop, shades Lowry up the middle in large part because he's trying to keep Brent Sakurai as close as possible at second base. So there's a bigger hole on the right side of the infield. The first baseman, Lowry, plays behind Woodcock. Two on, one out, 4-2, gateway seventh inning. Cable ahead, no balls, two strikes. Here it is. Lowry swings and misses at a curve down and outside that spun him around and strikes out. Second Lowry strikeout tonight, the first for Cable, seventh for Rascals pitching. Now there are two down in the seventh inning. And now a big at bat coming up for Sean Dunstan Jr. with two Grizzlies on and two Grizzlies out. 
Sean White to the second, singled Solomon Mason, score to the fourth, struck out his last time in the fifth. So he is one for two. Now it's the shortstop, Petter, who's a couple of steps more toward the middle, trying to keep Sakurai from getting too much, but he's not very close. Pitch to Dunstead, just taken outside a ball. Outfield is deep and straight away, surprisingly deep for Dunstead, who has home run power. But although he has eight home runs, only four doubles and two triples, so generally when he's hit the ball with power, he's left apart. Auto pitch. Sean swings and misses one and one, and here... With a runner at second and two men out, there's an added incentive for the Rascals to play the outfield shallow in the event of a Dunstan single so that their outfielders would have a better chance of getting to the ball quickly and having a shorter throw to potentially get Sakurai at the plate, who runs pretty well. Cable to stretch. That is one and one offering down the way. Dunstan golfs it foul. Just got a piece. One ball, two strikes. Two Grizzlies on, two Grizzlies out. 4-2 gateway, bottom of the seventh. River City will have the bottom third of its order. Levy, Anderson, and Swoop. But not to be looked past because Levy and Anderson, their last time up, went home run double to start the bottom or uh, top of the sixth. But Ian Kyle had not allowed a runner prior to that. Grant Black is readying to face them in the Grizzlies' pen. Cable's one and two pitch now. Dunstan swings and misses at a curve below his knees that bounces into Murphy, who smothers it and tags out Dunstan to complete Cable's second strike in a row. The Grizzlies strand two men on. No runs on one hit. A couple left on base. We head to the eighth. Gateway four, River City two. Still our score on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this... The Pepsi emoji delivers this. <laughs> so go ahead, crack open a Pepsi. And tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog. Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. <laughs> Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi. I'm Meg <laughs> Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Grant Black into the ball game for the Grizzlies as we head to the top of the eighth inning. Gateway leads River City 4-2. Black has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. Jason Seaver over two-thirds of an inning. No runs, no hits, no strikeouts, no walks. He gets a hold on 14 pitches, seven of which were strikes. 
Black, the six foot five, 225 pound, 25 year old righty reliever from Newport, Arkansas. Is one and five with a 2.6 earned run average. It's his team leading 48th appearance in the Grizzlies' 88th game. Righty to lefty, he deals to Zach Levy. And it's a fastball down the middle for a strike. Levy homered his last time, a strikeout back in the third before that. 4 2, the Grizzlies lead, top of the eighth. 48 in the third innings. Black has struck out 58, walked only 15. Lee getting just a buck 96 against him. He sets high around the middle of his cap and deals. Levy takes up it away, one and one. 48 appearances in 88 games for Black. The previous Grizzlies single season record for appearances was 43, set last year by Josh Glick. Black has shattered it and counting. Levy takes a strike of the inside one and two. Black has appeared in just under 55% of the Grizzlies games this year. And he is on track to reach 50. He'll become the first Grizzlies reliever ever to do that. He's protecting a 4-2 lead in the eighth. Levy to be followed by Nick Anderson and Alvin Swoop, the 7-8-9 batters for the Rascals. Righty to lefty, Black stretches, and a 1-2 pitch. Levy swings and misses at a fastball, strike three. First strikeout for Black, the 12th for Grizzlies pitching in seven out of third innings, all brought to you by Julie. The Illinois One Call system. Safe digging is no accident before you date. Call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one. Call.com. So one out base is clear for the ready batter Anderson, who grounded a third in the third. Then doubled and scored his last time in the sixth, where the Rascals scored both their runs on their only two hints. Gateway has out hit River City 8-2 in the opener of this three-game series, perhaps the final weekend. The Grizzlies and the Rascals were ever playing against each other. Pitch of the way. Taken low, one ball, no strikes. River City not coming back to the Frontier League in 2020. So these crosstown rivals will be finished after this year. Black's 1-0 pitch. Anderson takes a strike over the outside to even the count. Black threw 11 pitches last night. Seven of them were strikes. In an eighth inning, scoreless eighth with a strikeout. He did allow a man to reach, but it was on an error. High set, one at one pitch. Anderson swings at a changeup, tops it softly up the third baseline, bouncing foul, and Owings picks it up just on the wrong side of the foul line. Well, the wrong side if you're a Rascals fan, right side for Owings. In foul territory, one ball and two strikes. Stream Grizzlies baseball all season long at gatewaygrizzlies.com, yoradio.com slash grizzlies, or on your mobile device with the Yo Radio app, available through the App Store or Google Play for whatever mobile device you use to stream audio. So for those of you joining us on 590 The Fan, we'll be back there tomorrow and Sunday, as well as all three games of the Grizzlies season-ending series next weekend. If you want to tune in to the three-game series on the road in Evansville next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, just a couple of clicks away. What a two-pitch again. Ederson swings and misses at a breaking ball, strike three. A couple of Ks back-to-back to start Black's appearance. He has struck out 60 now for the year in 49 innings. All brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call system. Know what's below before you dig. Always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Here's the running batter, Alvin Swoop, who has struck out a sacrifice tonight. Third baseman always, even with two outs, plays even with a bag, maybe a step inside it. The pitch. Swoop takes a ball, fastball just high. One ball, no strikes. That's partly a testament to Swoop's speed, but it's also partly a testament to his poor hitting thus far as a rascal, 2 of 17. Outfield is exceptionally shallow and straight away. Black's 1-0 offering. Swoop swings at a high fastball and misses, 1-1. One one. 
4-2 Grizzlies, two outs, top of the eighth. Nobody on base for the Rascals. They're going to need at least one hit, or at least one base runner, I should say, to bring the potential tying run to the plate. But they'll have the top of their order, Penner, Meadows, and Martinez, at least guaranteed to bat at the top of the ninth. With Penner waiting on deck for Swoop to potentially extend this inning. Black to stretch, and he lets fly. Swoop takes low. And that top third of the Rascals order will in almost all certainty have to take their chances against Grizzlies reliever, well, Grizzlies closer, Grant, uh, Jeff Bramblett, who has been fantastic. Pitch on the way. Swoop takes a strike for the outside of the knees. Two and two. Bramblett has not allowed a earned run since June the 16th, and the Rascals will have their work cut out certainly against him. Black tried to strike out the side in order. Two outs, nobody on. 4-2, gateway eighth inning. Two balls and two strikes on the righty batter Swoop. Bearded right-hander into the high set. And he throws. Swoop takes. Strike three call. Fastball over the outside corner. Three rascals come up against Black in the eighth. He sets them all down on strikes. Gateway pitchers have caved 14 tonight. Brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Last of the eighth is next. 4-2 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. 4-2 gateway as we enter the bottom of the eighth inning. Tanner Cable back to the mound for River City. Deals to the righty batter, Andrew Daniel for the Grizzlies, who takes a curve low, and it's one ball, no strikes. Daniel will be followed by Wesley Jones and Gunnar Buhner, 6-7-8 and eight for gateway. 1-0 pitch. Daniel takes a fastball for a low strike. Andrew has lined out to deep right, doubled down the left field line with an RBI, a steal and a run scored. And he fly to center his last time. So he's hit to all three fields, and he's one for three. Cable sets, first base out of the rubber and deals. Daniel swings and misses late, and it's one ball, two strikes. Jeff Bramblett has begun to warm up at the Grizzlies' bullpen. Grant Black struck out all three rascals he faced in the eighth to earn a hold. 
Assuming he does not come back out for the ninth. One-two pitch. Daniel checks his swing, takes low. Two balls, two strikes. I think the only event in which Black would possibly come back out for the ninth inning would be if the Grizzlies piled up three, four, or more runs in this inning. And even then, it might still be Bramblin, who threw only seven pitches last night and got the win. Daniel swings and fists a soft line at a second. Right at Swoop, who makes a chest-high catch on the soft looper for the first out. So now Wesley Jones, Grizzlies DH, who's over two, a couple of ground outs to short, but they have sandwiched an RBI and a sack fly in the fourth inning. First pitch is all the way to the backstop, ball one. Cable has the uh, tendency to do that. He'll miss the mid and he'll miss by a lot. Cable ready and the auto pitch. Jones takes inside a fastball, 2-0. Let's go to our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard again, where Lake Erie did win 2-1 over Schaumburg, so the Boomers' playoff hopes essentially finished. The Crushers have just about clinched the East. 2-0 pitch. Take it up and in. Three balls, no strikes. That will make them the number two seed out of four of the Frontier Lake playoffs. The West Division champion yet to be determined and might not be determined until the last day or two of the year will be the number one seed. 3-0 pitch. Jones takes low, ball four. So Cable... Has walked two men in an inning and a third, but he also struck out Lowry and Dunson, the four and five hitters, to finish out the bottom of the seventh with a couple of men in scoring position, or a couple of men on one in scoring position. And that is sort of the positive and negative of Cable. He's going to pitch with runners on base, but often can miss bats when he needs to. Elsewhere, Southern Illinois won five to nothing in Washington. Evansville has come back to tie the game at home. 1-1 against Florence in the sixth. Joliet leads 4-1, eighth inning at Windy City. Grizzlies up 4-2 here. Jones at first, one out, top of the eighth. Now the pitch to Gunnar Buhner. He takes a fastball strike with the inner half. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskyboss.com. So the Rascals still have a chance if they could come back and win. And Florence could retake the lead and beat Evansville. River City could be in first place going into tomorrow. But that's a tie game at Bossy Field in southwest Indiana. And the Grizzlies are up 4-2 in the eighth here. Jones has a short lead. Levy holds him at first. Had a one-strike pitch to Buhner. He tucks his swing, takes a curve low, one and one. Gunner Singleton scored in the third. He has since struck out and lined out on a leaping catch by the second baseman swoop, who had a much simpler grab on Andrew Daniel leading off his home half of the eighth. Pitch is taken just inside, two and one. Bramblett looks just about ready at the Grizzlies' pen. He's had himself a pretty smooth week, just three appearances over the last week and the one yesterday, seven pitches. Two and one pitch. Buter takes just off the outer edge, three balls and a strike. So Cable in danger of walking a couple of men on with the number nine batter Taylor coming up who has a couple of extra base hits already tonight. And then the top of the order, Cotter Owings after that, who's hitless, but he has hit the ball hard. Just hasn't found a gap. 3-1 pitch. Buter takes. High ball four. So on nine pitches, Cable has walked Jones and Buter back-to-back. He's issued three free passes in an inning and a third. And Taylor comes out with two Grizzlies on and one out. Gateway trying to build on a 4-2 late in the bottom of the eighth inning. Taylor doubled in the third, had a solo home run of the fourth. And got it a third his last time of the sixth. He is two for three. Had just nine extra base hits his first 51 games of the Grizzlies. He has two tonight. Right-hander to right-hander. Cable deals. 
Taylor takes a curve just low ball one that is nine of the last 10 cable pitches that have missed the strike zone. Cable has thrown only 16 of his total 35 pitches for strikes. Jeff Bramblett is ready in the Grizzlies pen but he'll have to wait on the Grizzlies to be ready for him. What a pitch. Taylor swings and fouls it back. Connor Owings at the top of the Grizzlies order now on deck. Jones at second, Buter at first, one out last of the eighth, the ball and a strike on Taylor. Outfield is still very deep and straight away the Rascals have manned very deep outfield positions all night against just about every Grizzlies batter. Big hole on the right side of the infield. Cable looks to second and throws. Taylor swings at a curve and pops it up at his short left field. The shortstop Petter goes back, but it's the oncoming left fielder Anderson who makes the call on the one-hand catch. Two down. So now it falls to Connor Owings, who is 0 for 2. Strikeout, sack fly, line out walk. He has driven in a run and reached base tonight, but hitless. Good to see as well Connor Owings' brother Chris back in the major leagues, down with the Boston Red Sox. He was with the Royals this year after six years as an Arizona Diamondback. Kansas City released him. He caught on with Boston at AAA Pawtucket, where he hit fantastically well over a few dozen games. OPS close to 1,000 in the International League. Right into lefty, here's the pitch. Connor takes a fastball for a high strike above his belt. And uh, Chris scored the game-winning run, in fact, in that weird Red Sox game yesterday against the Royals, his former club. One strike pitch. Cotter takes outside, one and one. Because the Royals and the Red Sox were suspended in the top of the 10th a few weeks ago in Boston, the Royals' mid-road trip after they had been playing in Baltimore and were going to Cleveland the next day had to sacrifice their off day. And the Red Sox had to sacrifice what was supposed to be an off day for them in San Diego taken low two and one so they really pay the price to resume the game at Fenway Park in the top of the tent they let fans 18 and under in for free they charge five dollars for everybody else and the game lasted 12 minutes bottom of the 10th Brock Holt hit an RBI walk-off single that drove in Chris Owings and won it two and one pitch swinging a foul back two and two hot dogs and sodas were one dollar popcorn one dollar not bad And Holt said, this is great. Wish every game would be like this. I show up, I play for 12 minutes, I take one at bat, I'm the hero, and I get to go home. Well, he gets to go to San Diego, even better. 4-2 Grizzlies, two on, two out, last of the eighth. Two balls, two strikes on Owings. Cable the stretch of the pitch. Cotter takes a backdoor curve that just looped around the outer edge. And the count is full, three balls, two strikes. That's important because now, with first and second and two down, Jones will be moving from second and Buter from first. In particular for Jones, who does not have blazing speed that helps the Grizzlies chances of scoring him on a simple single into the outfield Cable takes a long look in long haired right header set to the shoulders in the payoff Owing swings spanks one on the ground back up the middle of the base hit it to center Jones rounds third he comes in to score the throw goes to third base Buter holds at second RBI single for Connor Owings his team leading 46 of the year 5 to 2 gateway in the 8th That's the exact scenario in which Jones otherwise might have had a play on the plate or a play at the plate on his hands from L.J. Kellerweiler, Rascal's center fielder. But instead he was moving with a pitch, got a couple of steps as a head start. 
And Owings drives him in. So Connor one for three with a walk, a sack fly, two RBIs tonight. Very nice evening. Here's the ready batter, Sakurai, who's one of four. Single at a steal. Two on, two out still. Pitch to him. It's a fastball swung on a miss. No balls, one strike. As it stands, it is still a safe situation for Jeff Bramblett. But any more runs, and the Grizzlies would no longer have that. If the lead extends beyond three, and Bramblett hasn't saved a game since last Friday against Evansville. He is 12 for 12 as the Grizzlies' closer. No balls, one strike. Table set to the shoulders and throws. Zachary takes high, one and one. No action in the Rascals' bullpen. They're content to let Cable try to work himself out of trouble here. Two Grizzlies on, two Grizzlies out. 5-2 gateway in the eighth inning. First Grizzlies run since the fourth. They had one in the third, three in the fourth. Rascals had two in the sixth. Gateway another now in the eighth. One and one pitch. Zachary swings at a curve, pops it off the end of his bat. Short right center field. Este to his right. He makes the call and the catch. It's a fly to right to end the inning. One run on one hit. Two Grizzlies left aboard. We head to the ninth. Jeff Bramblett coming on for the safe chance in the opener against the Rascals. It's Gateway 5, River City 2. Back for the ninth after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I've stayed at Dave's. When you come I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media. Jeff Bramblett, Grizzlies closer to the ball game as we head to the top of the ninth inning. 5-2, Gateway lays River City in the opener of a three-game weekend series in Sojane. Nate Catter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Bramblett takes over for Grant Black, who struck out all three rascals he faced in the eighth inning. 13 pitches, nine strikes, he gets a hold. Setting up the 6'3", 210-pound right-hander from Hoover, Alabama. 3-3 three three with a 0.53 run average now this year. It's his 42nd appearance. He is 12 for 12 on save opportunities. 50 and two-thirds inning, struck out 57, walked 15. He deals to Rascals leadoff man Andrew Petter, who takes a fastball at the knees for a strike. Just a 147 batting average for the rest of the league against Bramblett, who got the win yesterday. Pitched a perfect top of the ninth on seven pitches against Schaumburg. One strike pitch. Petter takes a curve for strike two, and then the Grizzlies walked it off at the bottom of the ninth on a two-run, two-out Dustin Woodcock over. 
to win it 5-3. Bramblin has not allowed an earned run since June 16th in this ballpark against Windy City. Two strike pitch. Take it inside. Petter bails out of the way. What a two. That's his last 26 appearances in 29 innings. What a two pitch. Petter swings at a curve, bunts it softly up alone. First on a swing, and it's grabbed by Bramblett, who puts the tag on him. First out. Swing and a bunt that uh, two hopped up along the fair side of first base, on the first baseline anyway. And it was a one unassisted for Bramblett. He's escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. So that's 26 appearances, 29 innings for Bramblett. Over the 29 frames, he's struck out 40 and walked five. It's now 29 and a third innings since his last earned run. 5-2 Grizzlies, one out, nobody on top of the ninth. Here's the lefty batter, Nolan Meadows. Jeff sets at the letters and deals. Meadows takes outside a ball. He has routed out to first base twice and popped up to short. Braxton Martinez is on deck, but at this moment, the worst he could be is the potential fourth run for the Rascals, which would still be one short. What a pitch. Curve taken for a strike of the inside, one and one. Grizzlies looking for back-to-back wins. It would snap a four-game Rascals winning streak. And depending on the results on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, potentially cost them a chance at moving into first place in the West in the penultimate weekend of the season. One out, nobody on, 5-2 is the lead for the Grizzlies. Bramblett works out of the stretch for the third base out of the rubber, dangles the ball in his right hand, black glove tucked against the left side of his chest, hands together at the letters, and a pitch. Curveball taken low. Two balls and a strike of the former normal Cornbelder, then last year New Jersey Jackal, and this year River City Rascal Nolan Meadows. The Grizzlies have out hit the Rascals 9-2. They've turned those hits into five runs. Two and one pitch. Taken just inside. A fastball barely missed. Three balls and a strike. Bramlett did walk a batter last Friday, and he walked one before that the previous Sunday at home against Windy City, but that was in pouring rain. Those are his only two walks since June 30th. And he's walked just five over his last 29 and a third innings. Three and one pitch. Fastball taken for a strike over the outside of the knees, and it's full three balls, two strikes. Grizzlies pitchers combined have struck out 14 and have not walked anybody. They have hit one batter with a pitch. That was Jason Sieber in the seventh inning. Bramlett has tried to save it for Ian Kaaloa. Six of the third innings, two runs both earned on two hits, 11 Ks to match his career high. Bramlett's payoff. Meadows swings and pops it foul, left side out of play. Seaver threw two-thirds of an inning scoreless, did hit one man. He got a hold. Grant Black, perfect inning, three strikeouts, and he gets a hold as well. One out, nobody on ninth inning. Grizzlies five, Rascals two. Bramblett stares in, sets at three balls, two strikes. Another payoff now to Meadows on the way. Swing and a foul off of his own foot of the box. On the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, it's still 1-1. Florence at Evansville in the seventh. That's the game of most consequence to the West Division and to the Rascals. As one of the three teams coming in separated by a game and a half atop the division. Evansville in first, Rascals a half game back. Florence one and a half behind. Three balls, two strikes still. Bramblett sets and throws. Meadows swings and shoots a one-hopper to short. Glove knee high by Sakurai. He collects, shuffles, throws to first, and Meadows is out. Grizzlies are an out away. Couple of ground outs off Bramblett, who hasn't struck out a batter either of these last two games, but he's been efficient. 
Three up, three down on seven pitches yesterday. Two up and two down thus far tonight. And it's taken him 12 pitches. Now Braxton Martinez will bat. He has struck out three times. The likely Frontier League MVP not having a good night. Perhaps the final series these two clubs will ever play against each other with River City exiting the Frontier League after this year. Bramblett stretches and deals to Braxton Martinez. Yeah, it's outside ball one. The Grizzlies lead five to two. Two outs and nobody on bottom, or uh, rather top of the ninth inning. Martinez waits, holds his hands high, flexes the bat over his right shoulder. Pitch to him as a curve taken down and away to an O. Frontier League's best OPS, 942 on base plus slugging. Certainly has bad down a little bit the last couple of weeks compared to his late July and early August and really the rest of his season when he was up around 1,000. But still best in the league in that uh, generally all-inclusive category. He takes a fastball off the outer edge, but very close. Three balls, no strikes. Bramblett has to come all the way back. Two outs, bases clear, ninth inning, gateway up three. Bramblett into the stretch, and his pitch. Martinez takes, down it outside, ball four, a rare Bramblett walk, exceedingly rare four-pitch free pass. And Martinez is aboard with two outs in the ninth. Brings up Cameron Asti and moves LJ Kalawaya, the fifth place hitting Rascal center fielder into the on-deck circle as the potential tying run. Asti, lefty batter, has struck out, grounded out, and flied out. First baseman Lowry will hold Martinez, a rare base runner against Bramblett, whose whip, walks plus hits sprinting pitch, which essentially measures base runners per inning, was at 0.77 coming into this one. Pitched Asti is taken low for a ball. So that's five straight that have missed for Bramblett, I can't recall, I think one other time this year, and it happened pretty recently, that James Frisbee had to go out and talk to Jeff Bramblett. Really hasn't happened. But that's five in a row that have missed the zone. Este, open stance, back of the box, left side. Jeff's a 1-0 pitch in the way. Este swings and misses at a slider, 1-1. One one. Or was it foul? Then he, it was catcher's interference. Chris Dykeman, the plate umpire, just called catcher's interference. That's going to put Este at first base. All of a sudden, the Rascals have two on at the same time for the first time tonight, and L.J. Cutlewire comes up as the potential tying run. Uh, this feels very uncomfortable. A walk and catcher's interference. That goes as an error against the Grizzlies. It's their second tonight, their seventh in the last three games, and Jay's Frisbee, the Grizzlies pitching coach, is now out. And Jeff Bramlett looked almost frustrated to see him coming out. Walked back toward the back of the mound. Said, you know what, I'm good, man. Let me go and get Kalawaya, who has struck out twice and been hit by a pitch. Visit breaks up. And the pressure falls solely on the square shoulders of Jeff Bramblett. Martinez at second, Estee at first, two down, top of the ninth. Grizzlies five, Rascals two, potential tying run, LJ Kalawaya in the lefty batter's box. Right-hander Bramblett sets and throws. Kalawaya swings and grounds it foul off the third base side, not far away. Between third base and Steve Brook, his manager standing in the third base coach's box or just beyond it. But nonetheless, it's strike one. Bramblett has now had to throw 18 pitches already. A little bit of a high total for him. 
and a save opportunity. And he pitched yesterday, even if it was only seven deliveries. He has thrown nine strikes and nine balls thus far. He looks to second and throws. Kalawaya checks his swing on a curve down and in. One ball, two strikes. Tanner Murphy, the Rascals catcher, is on deck. He's 0 for 3. Two on, two out. 5-2 gateway top of the ninth inning. Grizzlies trying to make it back-to-back victories and snap a four-game Rascals winning streak. Bramblett stares in. The bearded right-header sets. Looks to Martinez at second. Now is a one-and-one pitch to Kalawaya. Swing and a miss. High fastball. The Grizzlies are a strike away. This final three-game set ever against River City. The Grizzlies try to open it with a Friday night win in front of 4,126. Martinez leads from second. Este from first. Kalawaya, the potential tying run back into the lefty batter's box. Grizzlies five, Rascals two, two outs, ninth inning. Jeff Bramblett ready. That is a one and two pinch. Kalawaya swings and sprays it foul. Left side out of play. He got good one on it, but was late. Downfield is shallow. Shades Kalawaya slightly toward left, his opposite field. The infield is deep and straight up. Bramblett steps back on the third base out of the rubber and stoically stares in. Gets his sign from Taylor. Breathing heavily as he straightens and sets. Another one and two pitch on the way. Kalawaya swings and chops it back over the mound toward the middle. The second baseman Daniel to his right, backhands, and tried to jump throw it first to first, but in the end just took a bite out of it and held on. Infield single for Kalawaya. The Rascals have loaded the bases. Block catcher's interference and a single. So Tanner Murphy now will be the Rascals' batter. River City had only three base runners in eight innings. There were two outs in the ninth, and the Rascals now have had three in a row reach, all with two outs. Walk, catcher's interference, single. Martinez at third, Este at second, Kalawaya at first. He's the potential tying run with the Grizzlies up 5-2 and two outs in the ninth. Right-hander against right-hander. Murphy waits, Bramblett deals. Fastball taken, just low ball one. It is odd to feel any kind of tension with Bramblett on the mound in the ninth inning. But as he gets ready for pitch number 24, the Grizzlies' lead feels much thinner than it has all night. What a pitch. Murphy takes a strike over the inside. Close call. Murphy has fly to right, struck out, and popped up and foul ground to the third baseman, Connor Owings. Bases full of Rascals, two outs. Gateway leads 5-2 in the ninth. One ball and one strike of the righty batter, Murphy. Bramblett gets his sign. He straightens and sets out the letters. Now the one-on-one pitch. Murphy takes just low. Two balls and a strike. Zach Levy, who homered in the sixth inning, he was the first Rascals base runner after they went 15 up, 15 down against gateway starter Ian Cajadoa the first five innings. Levy hit a homer in the sixth. He's one for three and waiting on deck. Bramblett's two and one pitch now to Murphy. Popped up. This could do it. Shallow right center. The second baseman, Daniel, backpedals. He's called off by the center fielder, Dunstan, who makes the catch, and that's a gateway winner. The Rascals loaded the bases, put the potential tying run at first, but the Grizzlies win it 5-2. Jeff Bramblett is 13 for 13 in save chances. He wins it for Ian Cajaloa, and the Grizzlies take the opener of this series for a second straight win by a final of 5-2.
Final totals coming up after the break. The GCS Credit Union Post Game Show is next on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You are listening to the Grizzlies post-game show on the Gateway Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway wins his second game in a row. 5-2 Grizzlies triumph in the Friday night series opener over the River City Rascals this evening from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. Nate Gatterback with you now to wrap everything up on the 5-2 Grizzlies win. GCS Credit Union post-game show starts now on the Grizzlies Media Network. River City had a four-game winning streak snapped to fall to 52-37. For the moment, the Rascals dropped to a game behind first place Evansville with the Otters and third place Florence Freedom still ongoing in the seventh inning, seventh inning rather at Bossy Field in southwest Indiana. The Grizzlies win two in a row. They're now 35-53. They, for the moment, move to 17-and-a-half back of Evansville at the bottom of the West Division. Let's get to the final totals for the visiting Rascals. Two runs on three hits, no errors, and four men left on base. For the host Grizzlies, five runs on nine hits, two errors, and eight men left stranded. Ian Cajaloa against the win for the Grizzlies. He opened with five perfect innings and ten strikeouts. In the end, matched his career high with 11 punchouts for the ball game and allowed a couple of runs, both earned on two hits over six innings. He gets the win to improve to three and six. Taylor Ahern took the loss for the Rascal to fall to two and four. Jeff Bramlett earned the save and remained perfect, his 13th in 13 chances this year. 
The game took two hours and 38 minutes. It was played in front of 4,126 fans at GCS Credit Union Ballpark this evening. Time now for our Grizzlies Media Network player of the game, and we will split the honors between Zach Taylor, who went 2 of 4 the play with a solo home run, his second as a pro, and added a double. And Ian Kahaloa, who went 6 in the third innings, two runs, both earned two hits, 11 Ks, no walks, 92 pitches, 57 strikes to get the win. Right header from Iwa Beach, Hawaii, along with the catcher from Shorewood, Oregon, who are our Grizzlies Media Network players of the game. Gateway will be back at it tomorrow, 6.50 Central Time, our Budweiser pregame show again, 7.05 first pitch across the Grizzlies Media Network, including 5.90 the fan for tomorrow and then 6.05 game on Sunday. But tomorrow will be 7.05 first pitch, 6.50 Budweiser pregame show. Right-header Rain Leckman will go for Gateway, 3-4 and four with a 3.72 earned run average. He'll face right-header Keenan Bartlett, 2-1 with a 4.32 for the Rascals. Once again, the final totals for River City, two runs, three hits, no errors, four left. For Gateway, five runs, nine hits, two errors, eight shredded. Kahaloa, the win, he's three and six. Ahern, the loss, he's two and four. Bramblett, the save, his 13th. Two hours and 38 minutes, the official time of game. 4,126. 4,126. The paid crowd in Soje this evening. For all of us with the Grizzlies, Nate Gatter saying so long here tonight from Soje. Had a happy night. Indeed, it was. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast half as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow night. Once again, our final score, Gateway 5 at River City 2. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on gatewaygrizzlies.com plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.